Hello there, everyone. This is uh, Warren. This is Alex. And this is Shit My Dad Says. I am a dad, and I say shit. And I'm the son. Who, does, who doesn't know shit? No. I, I don't know. I don't know that much shit, but... Oh, I know. <laughs> so today we're revisiting our our tier. Tier list. Our tier list, yes. Uh, so instead of Pixar movies, we decided to move towards more of the action side of things instead of like the cartoonish and we're going to be doing the uh the marvel universe marvel cinematic universe marvel yes. cinematic universe up until um middle of phase four around black widow i think we're stopping at black widow yeah october uh, 2021 yeah. yes october 2021 so without further ado uh we're going to start we have already put these in chronological order about of when in the MCU these take place so uh, that's how we're gonna rate these one by one and of course starting from the top the first Avenger Captain America right which is during World War II and it's I mean it it does his origin it does it I don't think a lot of people knew what his origin was before he was Captain America before some people knew about it, you know, because he was a character that, in real life, in comic books, spanned. Yeah. He was in Mar. He was in World War Two during Mar during World War Two, and then later on, Marvel brought him back back in the '60s to be part of the Avengers, and it just fits good in with the story. I'm glad that they finally, when they did it, they they kept it that way. They didn't make him contemporary, make him oh, they did it this year or something. You know, he's kept right. America. Because that's the whole the thing of it, the whole man out of time thing, is is what makes him makes it more interesting is the man out of time. Because here's a guy during the during the group, you know, was born in nineteen something, mm -hmm. nineteen ten or something like that, and here he is, World War Two. He wants, you know, he's becomes the super soldier, and he's, you know, he's used to the way things were then. And then cut to a bunch of years later, you know, in the in the, Mar in the one show, they show how he became frozen and how he was later brought back years, years later. And in the comic, it was the comic it was similar to that. In the comics, he had done the same thing. He had crashed, but then he was frozen in some ice and was floating around in the water, which was kind of weird. <laughs> and that the Submariner was part of it too, which is another. It's another character that they really haven't. They touched on it in the, in recent um, in the. Wakanda forever. Yeah, Wakanda forever. They touched on it, but it's not the same guy. It's not the same situation. Not same anything. But in the comics, he found him in the water, threw him up on thing, and these Eskimos were were basically worshiping Captain America at one time. And then he fell into the water, and then the Avengers found him, and they took him in, and he became you know the Avengers as of Avengers number four became an Avenger. So he's been an Avenger ever since. I mean, to me, he's the perfect, he's part of the, the triumvirate of Avengers. Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor. Thor. Yeah. The, Without them three, you really don't have the real Avengers as far as I'm concerned. That's, uh, until you get to, like, what they're trying to do now with the young Avengers, which I'm hoping to see with uh, Miss Marvel and... Oh, yeah, yeah, with all the ones. With um, Kate Bishop. Yeah, from, Kate Bishop. And um, stature from um, Ant Man, his daughter. I'm really excited how they're gonna 
bring in these the young Avengers because that's going to be a really exciting storyline overall. Well, I think they're good. They want to do that, and they're also going to bring in the whole Dark Avengers, Thunderbolts, Slash. Oh, that's right. Thing, which is, I don't know if they if they decided they're going to actually make it a TV or a movie or anymore because they keep changing things. All yeah, because I thought Secret Invasion was going to be Secret a movie. Secret Invasion was going to be a movie, and then they changed it. And then New World Order was going to be a TV show, and then they put it to a movie. They they got they got to so, stop stop doing that. Well, the problem is now is is you know at first COVID changed everything. How people were seeing things, and now COVID's gone, it changes everything again in a different. And now way. the writers' strike, and now the actors' union there is going to be part of it as yeah, well. Yeah, so better stockpile shit you can watch because this could be a long fucking strike. Yes, sir. We could be going to the first of the year before any brand new stuff comes out. Material. Material. Movies. Yeah. Anything that's already made now, it's made. They're not going to be making anymore for quite some time, unless. It's Unless it's overseas, done like um, House of the Dragon, they're still continuing mm-hmm. over there because it's in England and it's a whole different union, whole different thing. So they can continue that kind of stuff. But you're going to see a lot more foreign TV shows too, a lot more foreign things. I'm already noticing it now. Yeah. You're seeing some stuff come out that you wouldn't normally see is because they're starving for stuff. They're going to starve. Well, lucky for me, anime is still uh, still coming out every single season. Well, yeah, because that's there's no actors involved, except voice actors, and that's a whole different. That's union. a whole different union, and it, there's a whole lot of different things. But the movie Captain America: First Avenger has uh, the howling the howling um, commandos in it. It's got Red Skull. Red Skull. It, it, produ- it introduces uh, Agent Carter or Sergeant Carter or mm-hmm. Captain Carter. Introduces a lot into the MCU that they were able to utilize. For their TV shows, for... TV shows, for movies, continuing movies. Yeah. Just, you know, callbacks for a lot of stuff in it. Because there's like even people, there's characters in in it that are being called back now, even in like um, Secret Invasion. The Fallsworths, they talk about them in Captain America because they're, they're a family back in the day, back in World War II, that had their own superhero, like Captain Marvel, Captain... Britain and they're showing him they've been showing his name has been showing up on and Secret Invasion and stuff because that's basically that show is based out of London England anyhow so right. it's got some of the same callbacks to it especially because you're dealing with S.H.I.E.L.D. and uh, spoilers too. as well I don't know oh, well, if yeah. uh, if you haven't seen all of these movies that we're going to be talking about or the TV shows that we talk about what's taking you so fucking long uh, Jesus I don't have Disney Plus personally so I, I I can't watch some of these movies, or I just don't have the time. Yeah, but ninety percent of these movies, I think people have seen in the theater anyhow. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, if you haven't, one of the seen highest rated, highest selling movies of all time, Endgame. Endgame. Is in this, so it's if you haven't seen Endgame, you might as well just say <laughs> not bother because you're not you're missing out on a bunch of other stuff. But well, it's like, but it's great how they with Captain America they introduced a bunch of stuff and. It has a basis for very things from down the line, you know, in Captain America movies, and Iron Man movies, and Avengers movies, and, and all bunch of stuff. With me, for me, it, it's it's a good movie. Uh, nothing really sticks out for me though. I mean, it was the introduction for Captain America, awesome. Lots of introductions for other MCU characters as well. I don't think this is the highest tier, which is marvelous. It might be Loki awesome. I would say that or Incredible Hulk. 
the Incredible, Incredible Hulk. Yeah, it's around in there because it's a solid movie. It gives it does what it's supposed to do. It doesn't give you more than you expect. It doesn't give you less than you expected. It gives you just exactly what you wanted. Exactly. And I think that's for me. I'm putting it in probably. I'll go Loki. Awesome. Loki awesome. Yeah, yeah I think so because. It's it's the beginning of the Captain America stuff that we're going to be seeing continually seeing for for decades probably. Uh, and Loki Awesome is our A tier. Uh, these were uh, already put up for us beforehand, so S tier is going to be called Marvelous, which is the best. Which is the best. A tier is Loki Awesome, so low key, pretty awesome. Uh, B tier is going to be the Credible Hulk. Um, C tier is Iron Meh, uh, and then D tier, uh, the lowest tier that we have is Thorable, so which is not not good at all. It, they sh shouldn't have made it a movie. That kind of stuff. They're yeah, and they're already setting it up to be a lot of Thor movies in there already. I can see it already. <laughs> uh, so that's how our tier lists are going to be. So you'll hear us saying uh, probably me saying S A B C and D. Uh, or even the Marvelous, Loki, Hulk, Iron, or Thor. Just, just try follow to keep it straight. Along. Keep it straight. We'll try to make it at least more credible so we know people are saying what we're saying. We know which one we're putting it in. So hopefully you can understand it yourself. So, uh, so moving on, we have Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Captain Marvel. And um, now that's one of the newer ones, but it basically is... You know, 1990s. Still. Yeah. It's 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 jump from Captain America, because most of Captain America was in you know 1940s, with a little bit at the end, probably in the 90s, the beginning mm -hmm. of stuff. But what it does, it it shows stuff that is yet to happen. It shows the the kind of the the beginning of the Avengers. Well, the Avengers, well, where the name came from and stuff like yeah. that, but also where. Uh, you know, Shield with uh, Coulson and and Samuel Jackson being Nick Fury, how they were, they weren't really like big spectacular names then. They were just they were just out. agents, yeah. Yeah, and then how this stuff kind of expands on it and stuff like that with the whole thing. And you know, if you haven't seen it, you're missing out because I think with this one they introduce you know alien race of scrolls, which is which is all about secret invasion, which is, is what all secret about invasion is completely about. This whole movie is. Basically, a, a a sequel to Secret Invasion. I mean, because in it, in the movie, Captain Marvel and and Nick Fury basically tell the scrolls that are there that we will find you a planet. And by after the blip, they still haven't found them a planet, and they're pissed. And they want to have a place to live, and they're going to take over Earth. And that's how because they're because okay. they're sick of waiting. And that's what basically spoilers. <laughs> Secret Invasion is about. I mean, if you haven't heard about what it's about, then you're out of the loop anyhow, so it doesn't matter. But it introduces her powers being Cree based, how she was like snagged from, you know, snagged from Earth by Cree because for some mm -hmm. whatever reason, because of the, the power that the, was it Marvell? Yes. The, and, and that Benning, she came to Earth, was trying to do something to make like this jump thing so it's like like uh, what they call it a, a warp ship or something like that it's some i think it's like kind of a macguffin it's not really <laughs> anything because you see on you've seen on like other movies the space-based ones where they're jumping they're going through stargates all the time yeah all the time i mean that's what like they were trying to do that at an early yeah i mean it, 
Captain I, Marvel I, I, was. I think it's just it's not as it's not the main thrust of the story. Basically, the thrust of the story is there's here's this person, Captain Marvel, that's, that Carol Danvers has been kidnapped and she's been taken to a Cree unit, the Cree umpire in space, and she's been convinced to believe that she's Cree and she's not really Cree, she's human. Okay. And she's got all these powers because of the crash she was in with the stuff that Marvel had done, and that's why where her name Captain Marvel comes from is Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain yeah. Marvel, and it's like now the whole when you're talking from a comic standpoint, the whole Captain Marvel and Ms. Marvel, it is some, some massively bizarre <laughs> shit because the names have changed, the names are different. I mean, first when Carol Danvers first was introduced, she was called Ms. Marvel. Who now in Ms. Marvel, she's this little Pakistani girl or Indian chick that has her own superpowers and stuff like that in the comics, too. But also in the movies and TV shows. She's going to be in the, the the sequel coming up called The Marvels. Oh, that's not out yet? No, that's going to be out in November, I think. In November Ooh. soon. But it looks like it's good. It's going to have Captain Marvel in it. You know, Carol Danvers in yeah. it. And it's going to have this girl, Camilla. In it, and then it's going to have um, Monica Rambeau, who is yes. the daughter of Captain Marvel's best friend, her her wing person, mm-hmm. wing woman from the Air Force, and she's going to be in it too. And it's basically each one of them have got powers, and they're all based on some cosmic something. They're all interrelated somehow, and we'll all find out what it is eventually. Eventually, if eventually. you if you've read the comics, you know. Well, it has to do with like the <laughs> mega bands and. But even then, the comics, they've taken stuff from, from all different eras and threw it together to make it some kind of, to make it some kind of uh, coherent thing. It's a little confusing, but I, mean, I don't think it really matters. I mean, you're talking superpowers and things. Yeah, like exactly. But because in originally, the Captain Marvel that I know was the first Captain Marvel was a man. He was... He was called... He was Captain Marvel from the Kree... Kree uh, umpire who came here to spy on Earth and was just checking out Earth and became a superhero because he saw something he didn't like. And he wanted to stop it from happening and he became Captain Marvel. But then he died of cancer a bunch of years later. It's a famous graphic novel written by um, Jim Starling, who was a really great artist and great writer, mm. who wrote a lot of the, the Infinity War stuff, a lot of the, the Adam Warlock stuff. He wrote a lot of that stuff. And he wrote the the whole the death of Captain Marvel, and he died. Carol Danvers went from being Ms. Marvel to being Captain Marvel, but then there was also this other chick, Monica Rambeau, who was holding the character. She she took she had powers of photonic powers and became her Captain Marvel too. But then she became photon, and uh, it, this changed. A bunch there's of a, there's a whole lot of a lot of there's a whole bunch of names flying around that they've changed from time to time. But, but that's beside the point yeah, of the movie. the movie. The movie, I think it was pretty good. I, it's, again, not something that pops out at me, but it gets the job done. It's very entertaining to watch. So I'd probably put it in low-key awesome as well with uh, Captain America First Avenger. I agree. It's one of those ones that introduces stuff. It, I mean, it's funny seeing uh, family video or home video or what is, that, what is it? Uh, <laughs> VHS. Seeing the places where she falls through and there's like a videotape machine place. Oh, it's like, Blockbuster. Blockbuster. Yeah. Right. God, has it been that long since we've been to a Blockbuster? I don't know. But Jeez. It just introduces and some of the music is from the 90s and stuff. So it's kind of like a nice little kind of callback to it, I think, which is kind of, kind of interesting. cool. That's yeah. nice. As, a, as Like I say, it's a beginning of 
it establishes stuff. Right. And that's basically, basically what it is, an establishing movie, I guess you could call it. Now, the first now this, of yeah, many... This is the first of the... Of the real Marvel, yeah, Marvel films, Marvel cinematic universe. I guess the beginning of it. Iron I mean, Man, Iron Man. They never, they didn't expect much out of this because at the time, Mar- Iron Man wasn't really a big hero. He's not. Mm-hmm. He was like they had, Marvel had already sold Spider Man to Sony, and Fantastic Four to Sony. They had already sold off to Fox, I think. So they they had no other choice. So they had to go. Well, we'll just have to go with Iron Man. I guess Iron Man, and yeah. that just fucking skyrocketed. Well, this it was, movie well, was amazing. Here's here's the f- funny fact: Tom Cruise was supposed to play Tony Stark. No way! And Robert apparently, Downey. apparently, he wanted too much money, and Marvel balked at it. And at the time, Robert Downey Jr. was not was exactly a, a household name. He was still had that taint of you know as a drug addict. Yeah. And, and you know, recovering, uh, you know, everything. He was, he didn't have that superstardom like he has now. So he came in, made it his own. He made kept Tony Stark him. It it was beautiful. I mean, he, Robert Downey Jr. as a person is a fantastic person. As an actor, he's one of my favorite actors out there. And I think it's because of this Marvel, like the start with Marvel, and he's really taken off since Iron Man. Uh, this is one of this is probably the first one I'm putting in Marvelous because yes, it, definitely this is such a great movie. Anytime that it's on, I have to watch it. Just the origin story and seeing the Playboy th- philanthropist, uh, well, yeah, just like Ironmonger and yeah. stuff like that, and that whole thing, and and how the guys, how did this guy build us in a cave? And like. <laughs> <laughs> And it was it's, good because it establishes a bunch of stuff. It, I mean, it brought in like Stain, which S T A I, you know, S T A N E, as a friend of his. And in the comics, it was the, kind of the opposite, where Stain took over Stark, and there was this whole big thing. But it just it established all things. It established that Tony's dad was part of the back in the day with Captain America. Yeah. You see, there's in it. There's a lot of little little. Um, Easter eggs that actually go back to Captain Marvel, Captain, um, Captain America. America, the first yeah. movie, but hadn't been out yet. But they're like, you see uh, a prototype for a shield. Uh-huh. And he's using it as a table for one of his little robots or something. Was, that, like, no, was that one or was that two? I think that might have been one, but I they were doing a lot of stuff where they were calling back to a bunch of different things and they were establishing that Tony Stark's father was back in the World War II. He had something to do with Captain Marvel or Captain, Captain America, America. Yeah. And he's part of this whole thrust about superheroes back then. He knew he knew about some of it and stuff like that. And it's just like, for me, it's the same thing with um, Toy Story. Toy Story had to be at the top of my list for the thing because it's the mm-hmm. first. It establishes that, okay, you have this hero, you have this, this character that Okay, maybe not might be a household name, but it is now. It is now, definitely. And just how it established everything. It established a whole decades worth. It's going to be decades worth of stuff that is that Marvel's. That is do. still going today. What this was out. I mean, DC Mar- um, Marvel Comics was bought out by Disney because of this movie. Yeah. You know that's Disney saw this and said, 
look at all those characters that we could do something with, and it's oh, like... Oh, fun! That's, hey, new characters, new money, we can make more money, and that's what they're doing. And, and the Iron Man really took off. I think it's, it's set up a lot for the future of Marvel, including Captain America and well, like Avengers the Avengers too. as well. Yeah, because... Well, the first end credit scene. Yeah, the first end credit scene. And, of course, you know, establishing on um, Stan Lee being in the movie. Yeah, Stan Lee... Evolution of Stanley, we love that man. Yeah, that was might be something we might want to do. Is I'll go through and do all the Stanley uh, <laughs> cameos. Cameos, That'd hell be yeah, we'll do that after if uh, if we have enough time. That's an interesting thing to do. But yeah, Iron Man became Iron Man, a, a staple because yeah, of... now it is. Yeah, it is. It is as it is now. It, as it should be. And I think that's why the people are clamoring. They want to see more Iron Man again. They want Iron Man back. It doesn't necessarily have to be. Tony Stark. It could be. I mean, it, it's been Rhodey. Rhodey was playing, um, you know, War Machine. War, yeah. For a while, and then even this, even in the the new uh, Wakanda Forever, Ironheart. She's, yeah, she's like exactly. an Iron Man. She's like the fourth smartest person in the world, so she can. She's she made can her definitely own. pull off an, like an Iron Man suit. Yeah, I'd love. I'd love to see that kind of stuff in the future. Young Avengers. Yeah, that's she's yeah. part of that kind of thing. It's like they're establishing. You know, much each one of these movies, you, I mean, especially later on, you establish there's always this little, this younger character that you know is gonna, it could be something. Anybody could be anything in these movies at this point. Yeah, exactly. So it's, I think that Iron Man being at the top of the Marvelous list is, I think, is a very, is very a, fitting. Very fitting. Yes, I, I agree. Uh, next up is Hulk, the oh, Incredible no, Hulk. Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk. Incredible because the first Hulk one. Wasn't really exactly considered part of anything. This is the one with Abomination, right? Um, yeah, this is the one with... Um, um, it's got Liv Tyler in it. Oh, that's right. Okay. I think it's Liv Tyler. Yeah, Liv Tyler is plays Betty Betty Ross, Betty Banner, whatever she's going to be eventually. Has Thunderbolt Ross in it. Who they established him being in the other one too, but this is where they actually... The guy that was Thunderbolt Ross through all the Marvel Cinematic stuff, he was in his first start in this one, and he was also included in a in a after credit scene too with Iron Man. Yeah, I think, and I don't know if it was in the first Iron Man or the second Iron Man, but he was a part second. of second. He was part of it, and he was established as that's Thunderbolt Ross. But this had Edward Norton in it playing. This isn't the one Bruce with um, this isn't the one with the guy that's been in the Avengers movies before because. He plays him perfectly because this 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 Incredible Hulk is is almost a word for word adaptation of a of a, a group of comics they did in the Mar um, in, in Incredible Hulk comic books. Right. Where he was, you know, he was meditating to keep him from turning into Hulk. He was trying to not be the Hulk. He was doing all this stuff to try to stay out of it. It was like kind of almost like a a Mission Impossible kind of thing, where he had was like you know he would. Check his watch and make sure that his temp, his uh, heart rate wouldn't go up. So if his heart rate went past a certain thing, he would be turned into the Hulk. And he was always trying to stop that from happening. And he was doing everything he could to. I think in that movie, the, it was called the Incredible Hulk, but they barely showed the Hulk in the movie yeah. until like the last it, bunch of it. Yeah, it's like the last uh, like forty minutes of the movie yeah. of the hour and a half movie. And if anything, Ed Norton talked him not talked himself. He smart ass his way out of ever being in any another Hulk movie ever again because of it. Because mm -hmm. when it came up time to do Avengers, he wanted, uh, you know, script, 
approval. He wanted to write some of the script. He wanted. He was thought he was some king shit. God. And they said it's the Hulk. You're out. Goodbye. We'll find somebody else. And that's where he got Mark Ruffalo, who I think brought a different, a different, sense. a different kind of take on it, but a different sense of the character that I think really comes through. More of a uh, not a sensitive, but more of a a unique view of the Hulk. Oh, this is the Hulk that doesn't want to be the Hulk. That he's afraid to be the Hulk. Whereas the other one, he he was afraid to be the Hulk, but he was determined not to be the Hulk. This other one, what the Hulk becomes, the Hulk becomes the Hulk. He's nothing can do about it. He's like, exactly. can't stop it. He's gonna he's gonna do what he's got to do. I mean, this movie was, I think, right down the middle. I mean, yeah, yeah I'm it, saying, it's I'm, not like I said, it's not. It didn't. They never made another sequel of it because exactly. Really didn't, they didn't do much. Need to, and they didn't need to personally because Avengers did a, a really good job. And then, of course, past Avengers having Ragnarok uh, at some point, Age of Ultron was really nice. Uh, you get like Hulk storyline within the Avengers, which is really nice. And I don't think you really need a full movie. Yeah, but I think it's one of the problems with it too is the ownership of the character wasn't established yet because there were some. Some iffy wording about should if the Hulk was ever going to be in another because the first one he was in the one was just the Hulk the the like that one with uh, Eric Bana playing the Hulk and mm-hmm. that first movie was some other I think Sony actually made that one and then there were some if he shows up in a separate movie they get the rights to make it or they get the rights to distribute it and there was some kind of that vague thing about who had real ownership of who could make a movie and who would be able to get make the money off of it. So that's one of the reasons why they never really made another one. But that's why, as being a part of the Avengers, they could get away with that because he wasn't just him as the character. It wasn't he just was, him as the, it, it was, was. He was part the of the team. Group. Okay. Right, right. So that's, and I still think to this day there's still a little bit of ambiguity about who actually owns the rights to make a movie of a separate movie of the Hulk. Because there's all these talk about doing Planet Hulk and Planet... Uh, oh, I'd love to see Planet that Hulk. That would be a, 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 an off-the-hook kind of movie. But, you know, with Ragan, uh, Thor Ragnarok kind of was setting it up a little bit. But then they... And then they just kind of pulled out... Yeah, because they just figured it was just not going to... It just it just didn't have... The, there wasn't this clamor for a movie like that. But I think a lot of it has to do with... They're still trying to figure out exact ownership about who gets what and who gets who right. gets to make what out of that. I'm 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 between B tier and C tier, which is Iron Man like incredible I'm gonna Hulk. put him in Incredible Hulk just because it's the Hulk. Alright, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with that. So I that'd mean, be it's, it's a good good movie. If it came on I'd sit and watch it. I'm not gonna go out of my way to watch it. I mean it's got good actors in it. <laughs> and I mean that to me is, you know Ed Norton is a good actor. I mean, it really is. I wish he didn't get so... Cocky. Cocky and so flighty. Oh, look at me. I'm an actor. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make the Hulk this, uh, you know, this, like, Shakespearean character. I'm like, no. He's the Hulk. He's not... He doesn't do that. He doesn't do that. No. Whatever. But he established him the way he should because he had that look of him. He had that skinny look, like, back in the comics, you know, and how Bruce Banner was this little, you know, puny little guy with glasses and he wore his lab coat all the time, you know, and... 
And then he, you know, because of his smarts, he got Betty Ross instead of how how good looking he was or something like that. I, I mean, never. And they never really like in the the first Hulk movie. They kind of touched on the whole the Hulk was uh, an abused child, and that's what the Hulk really is is an abused child. They got irradiated or something like that, and that was a little that got a little too arty farty for me. I think what you know the director of that movie was trying to be something that he wasn't. I mean, it's the guy that directed uh, Crouching Lion, Standing Tiger, or something like that movie, I forget. Ang Lee, that's right. Ang yep. Lee, who was a very good... He's a very good director, but I don't think he's a director that can direct maybe comic book movies, because you got to have a you got to have a certain... Je ne sais quoi. I was just going to come up with that word to him. Like, I didn't want to sound... <laughs> I didn't want to sound uppity like some people. Je ne sais quoi. <laughs> but no, but he just, it, he just didn't have it. And I think when Ed, the director of the, the this Hulk movie, the Incredible Hulk movie, had kind of it, but then they were... I felt they were constrained with what, what they were trying to do. They could only go so far because I knew they, cause they knew about this, all this other stuff that was coming up that they couldn't really touch on. And I think that's probably why. Yeah, I definitely. I mean, the thing we put in a, a good little place, it, it's not, not memorable. It's okay. It, it was a movie. It wasn't bad. It was had some good action sequences. Yeah, well, you're going to find with me that I don't find any Marvel movie to be a bad movie. I <laughs> like all Marvel movies. Now, there's some that are better than others, but I'm not going to sit there. For me, personally, I'm going to tell you right now, there's not going to be no horrible, no horrible movies in this thing for me. I might disagree with you on a couple. I know you might, but see, I'm coming from a different space than you're coming from. <laughs> True. When, let's just put it this way. When I, well, we'll talk about it when we get to Avengers. We'll come, yeah. So, uh, Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2. Such a good movie. I will watch that if it's on. I'm, I'd like to put that in, yeah, low-key awesome. Yeah. I mean, it sets up another villain. It sets up, what, the Circles as well? Because the Mandal... Uh, not the, the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, Mandalorian. yeah. The Mandarin, that's right. Because it sets that up it for sets it up, future... But yeah, you're, like, confused. Of, what the hell are they trying to do? Is yeah. Yeah. He's not really a terrorist, or he is what? Because there's a little thing that they made that's on that's after this. They made they show him in prison. Yeah, and it basically is they basically make it sound like the people from Shang Chi are coming back and taking him and making him part of their thing, which he does. They do because they should. They they reference that in Shang Chi eventually. Oh hell yeah! But that's what it, it. It's a little bit like that, but it's like that whole thing of it. But it, it introduced the whole. You know, extensus thing mm-hmm. is that what? Yeah. Or the well, it's now that which is, it's calling. They're calling back to it in Secret Invasion now, because that's what happened with the the scrolls. They've got this technology now, and they're using it on themselves, and that's what that part of it is. So they're using that part of it, but then also it introduced the whole Whiplash with um, what the hell's his name? Oh, he's a great actor too. Well, the guy who played Whiplash, and they introduced him, and they also introduced uh, like another kind of competitor for Tony Stark. Yeah. The Rand Corporation, I think, or not the Rand, or... It's something like that. I can't remember. I mean, it's played by a really good actor, too, which I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's he's an Academy Award-winning actor mm-hmm. who's been in a lot of weird movies. And this guy, I can, if I can remember what his name was, I would, but... No, I, th- this is a great, great movie. It's definitely not... Like, man, it's a really... It's, it's a good movie. I'll watch it if it's on... Uh, it's not as good as the first one, just because 
Yeah, you really can't beat the first one, like right, with the introduction. You, and... I mean, it introduces a lot of these little kind of, you know, Tony Stark's got this house, he's got all this stuff, he's like, yeah. oh, he's rich, you know, and, and Pepper Potts becomes bigger in his life in the movie. And stuff. Even though it never happened in the comics. And this is the first time we actually start to see the suit uh, oh, portable. Yeah. So, like, with the suitcase. Yeah, because that's a that's a... That's the thing that they used to have in the comics. It was really big. He was Tony Stark to be able to go out going to go to a um, financial meeting, and then all of a sudden something happens, and he has to go into a room, and he opens his briefcase up, and he becomes the, the Captain America, so, or well, becomes like, see, Iron Man. Yeah. Even seeing the animation of it yeah. on the movie was so cool, and it just sets up more and more like uh, quick changes all throughout the the rest. Right, of... and I and I think that's one thing that. I think makes these movies possible now is the technology to do this stuff. They, they never did it before because it wasn't there. There wasn't the yeah. technology to make it look credible. This they do it now and it looks, it looks like okay, well that makes sense. They could do that, you know. And that's the thing. I think the beauty of this is is the technology got better to make these movies. The movies got better. Yes. And make more. And you, you you'll see we'll see that as as we progress as we progress movies, through. Right? It's like oh this. Animation for this was fantastic. Animation for this was awesome. This was just blowing my mind. Stuff like that. It's it's really fucking good. It was. It was very good, and that's that's the thing of it. And it's just how it it did the same thing like it's supposed like it's supposed to. You introduce a couple things. There's one main bad guy. One main bad, one bad guy. guy and a couple little ones. Yes. And that's how you should do it. Not like Batman. We have two main big ones, and one of them they're fighting each other through the whole movie for domination of who gets the who's part of the movie and this way you know who's the big guy you know he's the bad guy yeah and then you got these little ones that are just like the little side little stories have no they have no real reflection on what it's going to be like for the whole movie but it makes it more interesting yes and I think that's that's the difference between like Iron Man movies and Captain or in Batman movies the Batman movies with Tim Burton there was big character like in the first one, there was there was Joker. Now the first Batman movie was basically first Batman. No, wasn't Joker. first Batman. No, first Batman wasn't Joker. It was no, it was Joker. No, I'm talking about the first one back Tim Burton, nineteen. Oh, okay. Nineteen eighty nine. It was stuff. the Joker. He was the number one character in that movie, and and then but it was like it was a Joker movie guest starring Batman. That's how much how much looking <laughs> back on it now. At the time, it was great because it was the only good one that was out. But looking back on it, oh. no. It was, but, and then there was what? Uh, Riddler and Mr. Freeze for the second one with Penguin? No, no, there was uh, Riddler and um, Two-Face. Two-Face, that's right. No, Penguin was in the second one. That's right, Penguin was in the second one with Catwoman. And they made her... Wasn't that Poison Ivy in there? No, she was in the the, the last one. The la oh she was with God. Mr. Freeze and, and Riddler. And Riddler. Yeah. No, not Riddler. No, was, no Riddler no. was Two-Faced. Mr. Freeze and her were in the last one. Yes. Arnold Schwarzenegger, the one, the, the George Clooney one. <laughs> Which, I'm sorry, I, I love George Clooney, but he is not a bad man. He is not Bruce Wayne. I'm sorry. He's to me, to me, my my favorite out of those original four movies is Val Kilmer because I think he epitomizes what Bruce Wayne should look like. He should be this suave, debonair-looking guy who has this kind of air of, oh, I don't give a fuck. But really, he's Batman. He gives a fuck about everything. You know? <laughs> and I mean, Michael Keaton is good. I mean, I liked him in. Michael Keaton's really nice. He was good in The Flash. I liked him in The, the Flash. The Flash wasn't a good movie, but... Uh, the Flash wasn't a 
terrible movie. Let's put it that way. I've seen some. I've seen some worse DC movies than that. Oh, that's true. It just you're dealing with Ezra Miller, and that's yeah. Kind of, that that's just a fine line. If you would have used the kid from the move, the TV show. I oh think my that God! Movie, yes, I think that movie would have made so much more money. Would have made so much more money. I think. I really do. I really do. But, but that's beside the point. Moving on. Moving on. DC's coming up next, people. Okay. <laughs> Thor is next. I love Thor. Now Thor. Because it is the first one, I'm putting it up at Loki Awesome, the second tier, because it, it was a movie that was like, okay, this is coming on like, oh, this is where Marvel goes bad. Mm. This is They're introducing a really tough concept here. Gods. <laughs> Gods and magic. This, and magic into Marvel Universe and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is hard for people that read comics to understand half the time. For them to introduce it in a movie part, I'm like, Ooh. okay, this could be the one. Could be it. And they nailed it. They brought so it, nice. kicked it up, they explained it all perfectly. They, they dumbed it down for they, people that didn't they had understand. To. They dumbed it down, but they didn't dumb it down to the point where you you feel like a moron. True, yeah. They dumbed it down so it's understandable and it made sense. It wasn't like this... Oh my god, what kind of concept is this? It was like over your head kind of thing. It wasn't like uh, I felt like it fit in. It wasn't like an Eternals concept. I have yet to see Eternals. Now Eternals concept <laughs> is is way even more bizarre. But see you're also dealing with something with with that's part of you know Stan Lee but also Jack Kirby. Jack mm-hmm. Kirby had a lot to do with the the whole thing with with Thor back when he first started. He was one of the major influences on it too, and he has this tendency to go pretty weird on some stuff. And but, that's what it was. It introduces this concept that was different than everything else before, and it it worked. They showed it right. They did it right. They, they did it great. Really actors. Well. Oh my god! The director Kenneth Branagh, he's a Shakespearean actor and a director, and they brought him in to do it. And they basically they basically made Thor to be their Shakespearean movie. Yes. That's it worked. What it is because but it, it worked because it's it's a god in the mortal realm, like just the once the coffee shop scene. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I like it. Throws it to the ground, smashes it. Yeah, cause Another, because he's, he's not used to. Yeah. He, he's used to people like bowing him and doing what he wants. He's I an mean, arrogant little prick. And that's what that's how it, that's how Thor first was supposed to be. He was introduced. That's why he was first banished to Earth in the comics by Odin. His father didn't like that he was being a little prick. He said, okay, fine. You're going to stay there and you're going to deal with these people and you're going to learn how to live with them. <laughs> and that's basically what they did. Now, it happened pretty fast in the movie that he got his shit together, but I think you had to in the movie. Yeah. I mean, for a movie, yes. You I know, explaining, love Thor. Explaining the whole, they're really aliens, but they consider themselves gods. And it worked. It worked. It worked good. And people... Accepted it and it made money too, which I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed that it didn't completely kill the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I was afraid it was going to do, just from a point of being overly complicated, comic book complicated. Mm -hmm. And they didn't make it that complicated, and it actually works. And now we come up to one of the best movies in one of the, best, the one, of the, one of the pinnacle movies of pinnacle, Marvel. Yeah, I would say that because I don't think because of this next movie we wouldn't have had any of the other ones no, coming up and that is the first Avengers. Avengers, yes. Now, this is marvelous. This this there's no doubt in my mind this movie made Marvel what it is today cuz you're going to we're we're coming up on 
Guardians of the Galaxy. We're coming up on Ant-Man, Doctor Strange. All of these different types of heroes and things that haven't been introduced yet. Of it's predicated on the Avengers. Exactly. There's no doubt about it. It, I mean, it is the domino effect of the Avengers. And this movie brought together the one, two, three, what, four or five heroes. Oh, no, not even. No, it's, it's five, I guess you want to call it. like Because you got Thor, Captain Thor, America, Captain America Iron, Man, Iron Man, Hulk. Hulk well, Hulk, okay, it's six. Then. Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye. Yeah, those those are the, the, Avengers, the Avengers in the movie, the original one. Yes. It introduces Hawkeye, which is awesome. Yeah. I love I love the introduction to Hawkeye. Uh and we we see Black Widow in uh Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2, and we we never got we didn't talk about her as much as we we should we completely forgot about her. Yes. But she was introduced in Iron Man 2, and from there on, she was like that's that's a character. You can tell she's Avengers. And that's the, the thing about this. Marvel did this the perfect way. They had movies coming up to it, single movies with different people, and then all of a sudden... Big movie. Now the big movie with everybody together, and then you add in the Hulk. Exactly. You add in... Hawkeye. Hawkeye. You, you add you, in Black Widow, and it's... You know, and you bring it all together with Nick Fury. Nick Fury. And you got it. You have Loki making his, not big debut, but like villain debut yeah villain debut and well he's the reason why the Avengers in the comic books were yeah. first made too so it seemed fitting to me that he would be the one that they would join together it was really cool seeing the each uh, each individual character start joining the same group started with Captain America oh no yes yeah I think Captain America was the first one I mean Tony Stark basically was there but I think he was just there they're they just, just assumed he was going to be part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he said, you know, later on he says he's out, but he, he's in all the movies. So Yeah. <laughs> it's but yeah, just the it's, way it turns out to be. It turns out to be that way. I, this is everything from here on out is because of the Avengers. They set up they set it up perfectly. This is definitely a marvelous S tier. Uh, yeah, now, see this is this is the movie that when I was a kid, this is the one that you wanted. This is the movie that I was we always wanted. An Avengers movie like this. This is how it had to be. If it wasn't if this movie was anything anything different than what it was, it wouldn't be the movie that it is. It wouldn't have done fantastic what it Fantastic writers. Writers. Fantastic I mean, directors. Regardless of Josh Whedon and his bullshit that he's pulled with women lately, he still rocked that fucking movie. He still rocked it. Yeah. Now if DC Comics would have done the same damn thing with this movie. Justice League. Justice League would have been a little bit better of a movie. Yeah. It would have been a lot better movie. They might have maybe made, the mark could have been an Avengers Justice League movie. Like they did in the comics where they had crossovers. They, if they would have done it right, which they didn't because they were fuck-ups and didn't have anybody. There was nobody that had the vision. Kevin Feige had the vision. Love This is Kevin what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And they stuck to it. Yeah. And that, and that was... I mean, around the same time, that's when Disney decided, "Hey, come on, let's, we want uh, it. That's well, we'll give it here. We'll, Here's four billion dollars. Let's see what we can do with it." <laughs> now they've made like ten times that probably by now, if not oh, significantly. So that's where it is, and they did it the right way, and they continued it with the next one when they do the next one. Well, we'll get to that when we get to that. So Avengers top tier. This is everything from here on out. This is the end of phase one. Yeah, basically. 
Phase two, we start off with Iron Man 3. I personally wasn't a big fan of 3. I think it's definitely like right down the middle. It was a movie. It introduces a couple things. Not too many, but... Yeah, it, it gives Tony Stark's... He's got PS, PTSD. PS, PTSD from fighting, going, blowing up uh, the aliens in the, in the Avengers movie. Yeah, okay. and, that, and that's And he fair. makes them squirrely. Uh, that, of course, that's, that's it. I, But there's going to have to be that. Because that's how people are. If you go experience something this big and traumatic, mm -hmm. no matter who you are, I don't care if you're the smartest motherfucker on the planet, it's going to affect you in adverse ways. Oh, and yeah. And he proved that it did there. Definitely proved it. Uh... Thor Dark World. I didn't like this movie. I I I personally didn't like the movie. There was nothing about it that like drew me in. There was nothing. I mean, it introduced what the the reality stone or the reality uh it wasn't the stone at first, but this is, was, where, this is this is where we're starting to see the Well, the, Infinity I think Stones. that's where they called it the Infinity Stone at that point. Before it kind of wasn't because it was like it was like in the first Avengers movie it was in that that thing that staff that Loki yeah, had yeah and control the right and they called it something else then too and then then they moved it on to call something more other things and then I think they were slowly coming up with the concept oh there's these Infinity Stones now oh okay we're gonna we're gonna see how we're gonna work those into the movies and stuff well like this is this is the reality or is this mind no not mind. Uh, I can't remember which one it is. It, it's the red one, right? It's got to be because the purple is, yeah. one is the purple one is coming up soon. Because yeah, because that's in um, Guardians. Guardians, right? So, yeah, I, I mean, it introduced a lot of concepts from the comic book. It had Melkith, the 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 dark elf in it. It had mm -hmm. Sutor in it, which was a whole nother. It's a comic book thing. They didn't really touch on it as much as I'd like to have, but. It almost did it for me again. It almost killed the fucking... Thor franchise. The franchise almost killed Marvel because it's like another high concept thing that's like... Uh, they didn't like, do it as well as they did They didn't the do as one. well as they could have. Kenneth Branagh wasn't the director in it. It was a different director. had a different writer in it. Yeah. And I think they were just trying to do too much in too little of a time. I'm putting this in either Iron Man or Thor. I'm putting it Iron Man. Matt, that's probably as low as this is the, my one of my least favorite Marvel movies of all time. Mainly because it almost killed the Marvel universe, as far as I'm concerned. Just having that because of some of the concepts in, introduced were very kind of bizarre, and like, what does that have to do with anything? And, yeah. And it's like you know you you killed you you uh, kill people and you killed the a god you know, okay and you, i know they introduced the whole thing about odin sleep and everything like that which but see that's another concept of comic yeah. concept people in comics understand it but that kind of thing is not going to go over good and go over well in the in the room without anyone else no and it was good to see the characters again it was good to see how thor had progresses as, as a person mm -hmm. you know it's good to see him and his and thor him and loki actually work together which was okay. Yeah, I mean, it's still it, nothing pops out of it yeah, for me. It's I'm not. Like, oh, I keep forgetting says, oh, that this was. Oh yeah, oh, this is a great movie because you forget about it. Yeah, you forget that it happened until like later on down the line where they go back in time and this is around the time where <laughs> they get the 
the reality stone. Yeah, when they do all that stuff. Uh, but eh. Uh, Winter Soldier. What's your thoughts thoughts about Winter Soldier? Now, Winter Soldier, to me, is is I like the fact that it brings in the Winter Soldier, the whole thing, the whole concept. The Winter Soldier is a relatively newer character in my. When I was a kid, he was never in the comics. Right. When I was a kid, Bucky was dead, and that's how Bucky shall forever be dead. It was like Gwen Stacy. Should be dead. Oh, like, should be always dead. Always dead. It's yeah. one of those things where it's going to be the the forever motivation for Captain America to be Captain America no matter what. It always, the whole Bucky thing always brought him back to being Captain America even when he would quit, when he became the Nomad, when he became the Captain. It was always Captain America. He come back to Captain America because of Bucky, the death of Bucky, and Bucky's sacrifice for 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 Captain America and how it is sacrificed for America and blah, blah, blah. And they brought this character back. I think this was in the 90s when they first brought the concept of... Of the Winter Soldier. Of the Winter Soldier. They didn't tell you who he was for a long time in the comics. And that, I, I'm assuming that was like big speculation on... Oh, it was. Uh, who could the Winter Soldier be? Some people, were, some people nailed it as Bucky, but other people had no con, no idea. They thought it was... It's really kept... Captain America's alter identity or some bullshit, some, oh, something like okay. that. Was, there were so many theories in the comic book that they had tons of them. I, again, this is this didn't feel like a Marvel movie to me. It felt like an a Avengers mission. movie. No, it felt like a Mission Impossible movie. Well, yeah, I, I, I can see or that. Or like a Fast and Furious movie. It just like, uh, it, it didn't feel like Marvel. Yes, you introduced Falcon. In the, right? Is this the yeah, one the where Falcon's in it? Yeah, the Falcon's in uh, it. It's his buddy. Him and yeah. he first he he works out left. with him. He works out with the guy yeah. every once in a while. He becomes friends with him, which is cool. And then they introduce the whole thing about you know Sharon Carter. Sharon, which Carter. is little. Now we're talking about when we get into the later stuff. It's it's just such a little bit of shade on that whole relationship because <laughs> that could be his granddaughter or it could not be his grandniece or something who knows could be ah uh, you never know and you never know if he got a little of that stuff because <laughs> they talked about it so but then you know I mean, Black it, Widow's in there predominantly in this movie too she's it could be Captain America and Black Widow movie almost. yeah but it yeah it, it doesn't rub me the I don't like it at all I don't, this just does not feel like a Marvel movie this is one of the ones where I'm like this is Thorable or Iron Man I'm no. leaning more towards Thorable, but I know you don't want to do anything Thorable. No, I. It's not going to happen with you because I, the, my love of these movies goes beyond a lot of that stuff. It goes beyond logic and some of it. I feel like this was a really weird time for Marvel too, because Dark World didn't do too well. Right. Iron Man three was like okay. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, after Winter Soldier, it really picks up, but like... Yeah, but I think what it does is Winter Soldier establishes some things that are going to happen farther down, too. And I think that's what, yeah. what it was meant to be. It was meant to be... It sets up I'm not sure Civil it, War. I don't think this was the war. first one where the Russo brothers was in, was it? Or were they... No. In, they, they were in Civil War first, weren't they? Civil War was first for the Russo brothers. Or was it uh, Ultron? No, they weren't... They didn't do Avengers movie until... Um, Infinity Wars, I don't think. But regardless, I liked it. I thought it was good. I liked that it introduced him and introduced the whole thing. Well, you know, he's not Captain America. And then they had the whole thing about the Hydra thing, which introduced he, yeah, that Winter whole... Soldier is the first one for them. It was? Okay. Yeah, well. Winter Soldier, Civil War, Endgame, Infinity War. And, then, and I'm sorry, the... Just that whole that whole part when he finds out that it's, that it's Bucky, that is kind of shocking for... 
a lot of us too because we never didn't think that was gonna they were gonna bring him back for that. I mean, even though I knew he was gonna be it, but I didn't know if they were gonna do that for the movies or not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm saying that I'm putting it right. I'm putting it in like in the the Credible Hulk number around the, the third tier here. It's a good movie. I like it. I would watch it, but eh. it's not Civil War. <laughs> no, no, it was it was a setup for Civil War, which yeah. is really nice. But we have Guardians of the Galaxy next. Brings oh, in yeah. Chris Pratt. Brings in Groot, the the Groot infamous Groot. Brings in Rocket, Raccoon, oh Rocket. Can call him Raccoon. This kind, this well, the whole kind of Thanos introduces, thing, but too. yeah, Thanos in general. He's well, I don't think they, you don't think you see him as he's he's in it. You don't, yeah, you don't see him, but he's mentioned. He's like, mentioned. He's prominent in it at times. Yeah, his presence, but then. Because, you know, because, you know, the two girls are they're his daughters. Daughters, yeah. I mean, basically they're women that he kidnapped and made them into their, his slaves. I mean, to, to murder people. That's And the other one, he converted, made her a machine. So that's, um, what kind of father is that? I don't know. It's not my kind well, of father. Well, she still cared for, not Nebula, but uh, uh, what's her name? The one that Peter Quill gets with. Yeah, Gamora. Gamora. Yeah, they he, still he, cared about each he other. He still cares about Gamora. I think Gamora. It's, it's like the whole thing where they share a, they share an experience. Yeah. There's like kids that have terrible parents that get, get over that. They grow up and have be better people for themselves, and that's how they... It's the same type of thing. But yeah, I think you and I are, are on the same page when it comes to this. This is definitely S tier. This is top. Oh, this this is, top. is such... In first place, this is the best... Soundtrack of all the movies. Yes. Out of any Marvel movie, period. Soundtrack, Hands down. Soundtrack and or score. Yeah. It's the best one out of them all. It's got the most things where it brings in the most concepts. It brings in stuff that, okay, some of the stuff I didn't think, I this was I thought was going to be another one of those, oh no, this could kill the Marvel Universe. No, it shot up. And it didn't. If anything, it, it invigorated killed it to it. the fact that it would made it that it brought it to the next Brought level. in Drax. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, just the the whole cosmic part of it, bringing Marvel into the actual uh, the universe. I mean, also after it. Thor: Dark World and uh, and fucking Winter Soldier, the you kind need of some flops, upbeat. You, need you upbeat. definitely needed something like. This is going to be entertaining and not really actiony, but it's still going to have action. But it's going to be more entertainment. It's going to be funny because you're bringing in Chris Pratt yeah. of all people. I mean, you're bringing in former wrestler Batista to play uh, fucking bimbo. Yeah, and you got uh, Bradley Cooper playing a Bradley raccoon. Cooper as a fucking raccoon. <laughs> this was such a great cast, such a fantastic story, and again sets up for the rest. Well, and James Gunn. I mean, let's James face Gunn it, kills. He's with that. He's established why he's now in charge of the DC DC universe, universe, yeah, because he's proven it with Guardians. He's proven it with Guardians one, two, and three. Suicide Squad and Suicide one. Squads, both yeah. of them. He did both of those. So no, he only did the first, the second one. I don't know. Whatever. All I know is he established that, that he can do what he needs to do. Because mm-hmm. even if you if you did Guardians by itself and there's nothing else, it would still be cool. You didn't, not, you didn't have to refer to other things. Oh, yeah. I love the fact that in later movies, like Avengers movies, that the Guardians are part of them. Oh, yeah. And you see them and they're an they're integral part of everything. So I think that's... Even now, too, like I'm in uh, Secret Wars, the, the, the bad guy, Gravis, or... 
whatever the, the bad guy that's taking over, trying to take over Earth, mm-hmm. he has Groot powers. Because he's no. stolen, they've stolen Groot's powers and put him in him. So he's got them powers in him. Okay. So it's like it refers back to it. It's like it's 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 just the whole concept of it, you know, the whole concept that they're living in nowhere, which is the head of a celestial in this awesome place where they've and later on they live in it. And the celestials will come up later in Eternals, which is still a very Yeah. That, that's still up in the air. I mean, first one, fantastic. Second one was also really good. Oh yeah. I, I think this it's not as good as the first, but it's like it's definitely low-key awesome. I'm, well, Kurt Russell is Kurt Russell. his ego. Come on. He plays the most arrogant son of a bitch he's ever played in his he, life. He wasn't playing a character. No. He was, <laughs> he was just playing him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like God's gift to women. He knew who he thinks he was. And he didn't <laughs> give a shit. That also, uh, like, when it comes to Peter Quill and introducing that he's half... Half a celestial. Uh, half a celestial. Yeah. Which is crazy. And that explains why in the end of the first movie, he, he didn't survived. die. Yeah, he survived that part of it. And that's awesome. I mean, it explains why his mother died. And uh, you get you get amazing moments like, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah. That's uh, cool. he, he learns, like, it doesn't matter who your dad is. The one that raised you uh, is your dad. Is yeah. your dad. And that's... I mean, to me, Yondu. Was, Yondu. Uh, who didn't? Who didn't shed a tear a little bit for Yondu when he dies? Yes. Uh, like, oh come on, don't kill the guy. Come on. Uh, he's a scumbag, but he's got, but he's my scumbag. <laughs> you know? I mean, uh, the the guy that plays Yondu too, like. Oh yeah, uh, Michael Rucker. You, Michael Rucker. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck he's, he's awesome. Hysterical. Well, see, I I know him from um, Walking Dead too. He played, oh, he played okay. a good character on Walking Dead, which. He was a son of a bitch. <laughs> Wait, is Woody Harrelson in uh, the MCU? Woody Harrelson? No, I don't think he did. God, he should be. Well, he might be soon. Who knows? Everyone else has been in it lately, so <laughs> who knows? I don't think he's. I don't think Woody Harrelson's been in it yet. But so yeah, eight uh, Loki, awesome. I'm definitely down for that for Volume Two. Yeah, definitely too. I I think for the second tier is just because it's. It's almost like a, it's like a continuation of the, the first movie. It's like a one big movie. Watch them together. You can watch them together and you still enjoy it. Yeah. Especially that opening scene with Baby Groot walking around. Oh my god! And they're having that big scene. That big. It's hysterical. Which, it's, if you oh. get to see the third one, that it calls back to that. Oh, it does. In a very cool way oh, too. Oh no! And it's, it's it's. Is it on Disney Plus yet? Uh, no, but I can get it for you. Dude. Please do. It's they're not putting it on Disney Plus right away. It's getting it's going on digital first everywhere. And oh, then, okay, and then Disney Plus, whatever. Yeah, but I I need to watch. I this. can hook you up. I, I know you can. Uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron. Age of Love Ultron. this fucking movie. Yeah, because uh, first things first, Ultron. Ultron, such a one. The voice actor for Ultron, um, uh, James his, Spader. Yeah, James Spader. Perfect. Yeah, because at the time he was his his show the 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 blacklist was just it was it was out for maybe a couple of years and he was just, he had like a resurgence of his career. Yeah, I mean he was on that one with uh, with uh, William Shatner that that Denny Hill thing I think it was. Oh, like um, Boston Legal or something. Yeah, and he was like he was so he was coming having a comeback as a, but his voice fit Ultron fit perfectly. perfectly. It wasn't like, it was like a calm and sinister. Yeah, like. Like none of this. He, like, he, in his voice, he did not seem like he he did not. Th- 
think he was doing something wrong. Yeah. And, and it, that's the best part. And it's just all the concepts that they introduce in this movie are just incredible. You know, first place, Vision gets introduced. Vision, Scarlet. You Ultron, you got Scarlet Witch coming in. Quicksilver. And Quicksilver, well, they, they get rid of well, too quick yeah. in that one. But he's now Craven, by the way. Craven? Yeah, he's placed Craven in the, the new Spider-Man movie coming out. Oh, or okay. Craven movie. It's whatever. Craven, but whatever. He plays, it's the same guy. Um, introduces that, introduces Vibranium. Uh-huh. The whole so Vibranium Wakanda. thing, which we're getting a little Wakanda in that. Ooh. We're, you're getting a whole bunch of different... I love it. ...stuff being part, be part of this movie, and just like the complete... More the of the, the Infinity Stones, Jeff. The, yeah, the yeah. Mind Stone for, uh, for Vision, and you start to understand because the mind stone was in the tesseract and that's how they that whole thing fucking happened yeah that's how he became sentient in and, mm-hmm. and it was a cross between the two with Jarvis and uh, it, it's it w- again not as good as the first but also a very good movie I'll watch it anytime well yeah and it sets up way future stuff with the whole thing with Sokovia getting blown up Sokovia and, is and a big portion getting, of the next few yeah, phases and how it affects the Avengers and everything like that it's just it just Ultron is a. I mean, regardless of in the in the comic books, Ultron was made by Hank Pym, mm-hmm. a very crazy Hank Pym who was a uh, he was uh, Yellowjack at the time. It was he was and the way the, the comic. I think I like the I like the movie Hank Pym better than I like the comic because the comic one was an abusive one. He used to he used to he was abusive to to Janet Van Dyne. Mm. In the comics, and, and I can't believe how. And in the comics, I mean, this is Marvel comics, so it kind of explains it itself. I mean, people are <laughs> oblivious when it comes to racist things, oblivious when it comes to misogynist things. But I can't see. I can't live. I don't live in a world where Captain America would let Hank Pym talk like he talked to Janet Van Dyne in front of Captain America. Because Captain that, America, in my eyes, would beat the fuck out of the son of a bitch. Did that happen in the comics? Yeah, he talked about her. He treated her like shit. Right in front of Captain America? And, and no one would do anything. Oh, because Chris they, Evans oh, would never let be, that happen. Because they're married. We can't infuse. I'm like, oh, give yeah, me that's, that. That's fuck. problematic. It, Marvel Comics has been very blind against a lot of things. I mean, yeah. especially when it comes to racism, when it comes to some of that stuff. And it's not Hank, it's not fucking Stan Lee's fault. No, it's. It's it's a corporate thing, I think. And nothing to do with that. I mean, so, talking about Hank Pym, the next movie is Ant-Man. Yeah, and that's why I was bringing him up, because he supposedly was the one that made Ultron. Made Ultron. I actually like... I like that I like Tony movie, Stark made it. I like the, the movie version better. It makes more sense. It does. It really makes a, more sense. A suit of armor around the world to help protect. and yeah. I love that concept. It And having it become sentient. Even though it's, just... it's a very misguided, it's a very cool yes. concept. Yes. I mean, it's, like, it's just going to show you. Tony's heart is in the right place. He's just he's not good at implementing it sometimes. No. I mean, he is one of the smartest people in the world. He's the best tinkerer in the world, that's for sure. But he couldn't handle it. And that's... That's on... Uh... But That's yeah, we're going to Ant-Man. Now, here's another 
Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. This movie is a this movie is a heist movie. Period. Yes. Plain and simple. Yes. This and that's what makes because it's not a Marvel. It comic. gives such Ocean Eleven vibes. Oh, it I love does. It. it especially when you get with his buddy there. Yes. And then we talk like this. And then this. We talk about this. And then, oh, that. Oh, was, I love it. I was kind of sad he wasn't in the last one, but perfect. I, I oh, he wasn't in Quantumania. He's not in Quantumania. No. Fuck that. Dude, Quantumania starts. So fast that it's hard to barely know that you're in the beginning and all of a sudden you're in the quantum universe. I'm like, what? What the fuck happened? You get up to go to the bathroom, you come back and they're in the quantum universe. <laughs> the fuck I miss? I mean, I never personally did that because I never go to the bathroom during Marvel movies. Never. That's beside the point. No, you go to the bathroom before or you're holding it till the end. I'm holding it till the fucking end, damn it. Yeah. Even past the, the credits. <laughs> but Ant-Man was cool because it was it was funny. It yes. Was Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. It was a whole nother... Paul Rudd killed it. <laughs> it's bringing in a whole nother, like, like history. Mm-hmm. They were... Hank Pym was part of S.H.I.E.L.D. and how his yeah. wife and how and they the were... Particles how there was stuff. Yeah, how there was an Ant-Man and Wasp back in the 70s and stuff. Like, like it would be, like I would think would be in the comics. Oh, so good. It just... It just... All the actors in there are good. I mean... It, Kurt Russell, Kurt, Kurt Douglas. He like revitalized his career because of it. I mean, it really did. Before he was just, oh, he's the guy that's married to Catherine Zeta Jones now, right? No. Now he's fucking Hank Pym. <laughs> he's married to, to uh, you know, what's her name? Um, crap. Who plays his wife? Janet Van, Van Dyne. I don't know. Uh, Jesus, I'm fucking. I know who I know. You're, I know who you're talking about. She's she's famous in regards. But still, Ant Man, Loki, awesome. I mean that. She's that's, not in this movie anyhow, so it doesn't make. She's in the next one. She's but, in the next one, yeah. yeah. But but Gosh. it's just like Evangeline Lilly's in it now. She's comes. She's a combination of different characters, and they brought it in and made him. She's a different character, but. She's like a combination of different characters they put together and made her who she was. Or they split her up or something like that. But just her character in general, plus Darren, mm-hmm. the fucking yellow jacket, which <laughs> if you see Quantum Mania, you're going to know why I'm laughing right now because all I have to say is Modoc. Oh my God, is he Modoc now? Uh, I'm not going to say nothing because I don't want to ruin it, but man, that sucks. Oh, fuck. But. Other than that, you know, I think it's it's a, it's a, one of these heist movies. They get in and they steal the stuff. They get away I with keep it. Keep forgetting tomorrow. And then they and then you know he ends up coming up in uh, you know he gets brought into another movie later in the next movie. Yeah. As part of the whole the whole which to me comes off as an Avengers two point five. Really. It, it really is Civil War. I'm putting this at marvelous. I love the the oh hell yeah the the teams that are made. I mean. We get the first introduction to the Marvel universe of Spider-Man. Well, that, but then you also have the, the finally you got villain or hero fighting villain, which is a major thing in Marvel comics. There's always yeah. vi- heroes are always fighting each other because they're idiots and can't get their shit together. <laughs> it's always the way it is in comics. They've been doing this since day one. God, who was the villain? No, they were hero. It's hero v hero. Yeah, there's really the villain is each other. Each other. I mean, you think about the, it. The, the, the villain, villain is, are the human. Are the, the friends we made along well, the is way? The, the registration act is basically what the villain is. We get Black Panther for the first time too. Black Panthers in this. You get that whole concept. But like I said, you got Spider-Man in it. Just introducing him is, and he's like kind of like you only see him for a little bit in the movie. 
But then you get so excited for more. But then, because yeah, because you're, I mean, in some ways, you see that I call this Avengers 2.5 because you see Tony Stark in it more than you see fucking Captain America. Yeah, Captain America. Captain America. And then to me, I think what the problem is, Captain America is so identified with Avengers movies that it made it easy to do that because it, it seemed like he was he was going to be an integral part of it because he's the guy that would stand up against this. Yeah, he he did this in the comics. He did this in, in, in this movie stuff. I mean, because he just, he is the guy, the righteous guy that's going to do that because he comes from a different era. He comes from the 40s when fascism was bad. Uh huh. Nowadays, fascism, oh, well, it's not so bad. All these freaking Republicans loving the guy, loving fascists and stuff. Uh, it's, it's different now. And as I was saying, that's why I like the, the two different things. And Tony Stark was coming for his reason for it was his was personal reason it wasn't because his some philosophical bullshit this is when he was starting to go crazy well this but it was also because because winter soldier killed his father basically and his mother this is the right. only reason why he went against this because he did not like the winter the soldier personal he, vendetta yeah. of the winter soldier and he said he can he he could that something one thing that clouded the whole thing with him it wasn't a it wasn't a principal thing with him it was a personal thing with him they, all the other experiments died, right? If I remember that correctly? Or are they... Is that still not... Well, they froze them and then they were killed when they were trying to get out. I oh, think. okay. Well, because well, with, with Iron Man 3, the whole extremist thing, that had something to do with a little bit too. Mm -hmm. Where people would come back and, you know, they power back up or something. But I, I think what it was is they... Those ones that were in Russia still... They took care of them. They were gone. Okay. From what I, from what I remember, I think that's what it was, is that they disappeared from the whole thing. But this basically set up, you know, Infinity War. Oh, yes, sir. I mean, we got a couple more movies to talk to. A couple more. Only a couple more. Uh, Under Ruse. Yeah, that whole thing, you know, Under Ruse, and he's slime. Oh. Then he steals Cap, takes Captain Cap. What an intro. I mean, it's perfect. And Tom Holland. Tom Holland is the, my, it, it, he's my Spider-Man. I mean, I... I I think he he, I think for me from for me from a physical standpoint, Andrew Garfield is it's Peter Parker, in my opinion, because the way he looks physically and everything. Yeah. But from a character standpoint and a kind of a an innocent standpoint, Tom Holland. Tom Holland is is Peter Parker. He's Spider Man too. Uh, yeah, he gets just some sort of that, that childlike, uh, not wonder to it. I'm I'm probably putting this at. Marvelous as well. This the first introduction to Spider-Man. You get uh, Vulture. Yeah. You get you get Happy Hogan. Happy, in it, which is funny. You get kept. You get Iron a little Man, bit of Iron Man. Yeah, of course, because you know that's his looking up. To You're him not going like through that. the whole. Oh, my Uncle Ben died. Yeah, bullshit. It. Well, I think again. that's that's what makes this different than all the other Spider-Mans. Every single one of them. Had that, they they basically were like, well, we got to show it. And I go, no, you don't. No, have you to show don't. It because you've already shown it's it in three done. different movies. Everybody knows Spider Man, Spider Man because of Uncle Ben dying. Period. It doesn't need to. It's like Superman movies. You don't need to show Krypton blowing up every fucking time. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? We understand Krypton. Krypton. No boom, more. Superman. Then you got Supergirl. Then you got all these other people. But I don't want to hear it. Give me a break. We know what happened. It doesn't need... It's part of the, the the zeitgeist of America. We know this stuff. We know Uncle Ben died and Spider-Man became Spider-Man. Krypton blew up Superman. Boom. Batman's mother and father died. We have Batman. We don't need to see it again. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, but yeah, Homecoming. 
definitely S tier for me. I, it, I, it's a very enjoyable movie. Tom Holland is my Spider-Man. Uh, I loved Andrew Garfield. Tobey Maguire was the first one that was the first, but the pudgy one. I I love Andrew Garfield as an actor, as a person, but Tom Holland is just my perfect fit for uh, for Spider-Man in general. We get Zendaya as MJ, uh, not MJ. Oh, yeah. No. Oh no, yes. She is MJ. No. She is MJ, but she's not called MJ until the next movie. Yeah, because the girl that he goes out with, who's Vulture's daughter. Is, is somebody else. But it's a girl that he actually dated in, in the comic books, too. Okay. But she's not. But she wasn't Vulture's daughter in that comic books, either. But the name... I think it was Liz. What was her name? Liz? Liz was, Allen? Wasn't it? I don't It could have been. But... For me, though, Marissa Tomei as Aunt May. <laughs> yes. Yeah, baby. Finally, an Aunt May It's hot. Woo! Come on. <laughs> Talk about a MILF. You get a, you get a little bit of a, of a happy and uh, yeah, th- Aunt May, I, I didn't too. see that. I think it was just happy getting a little hard on for <laughs> Shit, I don't think she was really into it that much, but... It's just that's just me about it. So. Oh my god! And is this is this when at the end? No, no. This is because uh, Tony didn't invite him over to this. No, no. Was this at, at the, the, the end, end of, of Homecoming? At the end of it, he was gonna announce that he was a part of the Avengers. Oh my god, that's no. right. Because he had it set up and everything, and then it. Then and he's it, like, well, then basically, well, we have to announce that me and Pepper are gonna get married. So get let's married. do it. <laughs> It, it was funny, it was very entertaining, and it brought in a lot, and it sets, uh, sets I, Tom Holland up for the next... I think Iron Man being in it didn't take away from the fact that it was a It was Spider-Man a Spider-Man movie, movie. yeah. I mean, it really, I think it helped out a lot. Everything, to me, it's one of my... It's, it's out of the first of a trilogy of movies of Spider-Man. It's my favorite one of Spider-Man movies. In the tri- now, the trilogy, I love the trilogy. Yeah, the trilogy itself is... Forget it, it's the best one, but there's a beginning movie, I think this one does the best. Agreed. Because it, it touches everything. It makes a little it, bit everything. of everything. It doesn't it doesn't dwell on Uncle Ben, it just gets him in. He was Spider-Man. It's focused mainly on Peter Parker exactly. and not the Iron Man aspect. He's a kid in high school trying to live his life, but he's also... There's some shit going on that he wants to and help out. Basically... Amazing Fantasy number 15, that's where Spider-Man started out, dude. Started out as a kid with fucking trouble have going on, and he's a superhero, okay? So Whew. that just, that that's up there, definitely a marvelous top tier to me, so. Doctor Strange, oh, Benedict Cumberbatch, I, he killed it. I, he fucking he killed He did, it. but this is another one of those movies where, I'm where like, you're like, it's oh, magic. It's, oh, it's going to fuck some people up. They're not going to like it as much. <laughs> and let's but face it. introduces it, the time stone. I know. It does, but I don't think it, it, it resonated with people as much as like Guardians did. No, not at all. Because the character himself is very he's a stiff character. I mean, he's always... Doctor Doctor Strange in the comics has always been this kind of mysterious person. You don't really get to know too much about him, you know. And they went into a lot about with this whole thing with him, you know, hurting himself and yeah. being arrogant. And they've established that in the comics. But when he was in the comics, he wasn't he was not that for that many long in the comics. I think he was like that for maybe a couple panels, and then he was Doctor Strange. You know, he was the Sorcerer Supreme right off the bat in the comics. And here they they worked more of a backstory into which I like. Mm-hmm. They did that. They, you know, the whole you know the eternal, the old you know what's her name being the bald. In the comics, it was a guy. 
in this it's a woman, which is cool. I mean, I guess you can call her a woman. I, yeah. I think she calls herself that, I hope. I don't want to be disrespectful. But she's a great actress, or actor, period. Yeah. And I think that she brought a lot to that movie with the thing. But also, I had, uh, should they... Oh, great. I'm going to mess this. The guy from Kinky Boots is in it. The one from the movie Kinky Boots. Oh, yes. Chidi um, Edafor or something like that? I can't yes, say his name. Yes, I know, I know who you're talking Anybody, about. Anybody, you've seen him, you know who he is. Yeah. Him, introducing him as, as um, Baron Zemo mm-hmm. is, is, is perfect because it's, I like it because it's a different color and he's not a complete asshole. He's really a good guy, but he's got his own little... He's got a personal vendetta. Yeah. Basically, I mean, he's not trying to. He's not doing it for any other reason besides he thinks that he should be the source supreme and not. And not strange. And not strange, who's some newbie that doesn't even really believe in all this shit all the time. I I I agree with where you're putting the movie. It it's I'll watch it. It's such a. It's one of my one of my more favorite movies just because it adds that magic aspect to it, uh, and I love Benedict Cumberbatch as it, an actor as and well. I think it, it's very. He's very believable in it because him losing the accent, I. Didn't even I didn't realize it for till halfway through the movie. I'm like, he's not talking an English accent. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's good. I didn't think of that. Oh, well, he can he can switch on a dime. He is very well, good. Oh, he's at a it. great actor. I mean, it's just being in I mean Sherlock itself is incredible. But some of the other movies he's done, like Turling and and uh, the Machine one where he played the uh, I've seen him in a bunch of movies yeah. that he's been in. He's a great actor. Period. But just for him to turn that on and off like that, I was like, "My God!" I didn't even, like I said, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that he wasn't speaking an English accent because he was speaking a complete American, and it didn't sound any different than he would normally. Exactly. So I was like, "Oh, okay, cool. I made it better." But there was a concept, you know, magic in the Marvel magic universe. Magic is very. Uh, it's a fine line. You got to be careful about it. Uh, but I mean, I think when the, the people that say magic is just is a higher form of science. I think I like that because it makes more sense. Yeah. That something looks like magic to some people is really science. I mean, think about it. If we were to take a lighter back to 2000 BC and light it up, they'll think you're a god, you know? Exactly. And now you, you can just have a lighter, fire. yeah. So it makes sense. It's just technology, different way to look at a technology from a different aspect. Yeah, we have. So. Uh, Black Widow. I... I wasn't a big fan of it. I'm yeah, Credible Hulk, Hulk is perfect for this. My problem is with Black Widow is they waited too long. They should yeah. they should have it should have been done in between the Avengers movies like it like it took takes place. Yeah. Because then it would make more then Infinity Wars would make more sense. True. Endgame would make more sense. Everything past that makes significantly yeah, more sense. But only after you see see this movie, which happened like during COVID, this is one. Yeah, of the, this is the first this is one of the Marvel first movie during ones. the pandemic. Yeah. yeah, this and Shang Chi, I think, were the first two mm-hmm. that were strictly pandemic. I I didn't like. I I liked the setup. I didn't enjoy the movie as much as I thought I would. I, I mm-hmm. love the introduction of like their little team. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, just having the the Red Guardian. He's one of, <laughs> he's one of my. Even though it's. Even the guy he's playing him is such a great actor from um, um, Stranger Things. He is funnier than shit, but that character has always been a character I've enjoyed. I've liked that character. Even when he was with the when he was with the Soviet super soldiers back in mm-hmm. like uh, Incredible Hulk comic books back when I was a kid, and he was doing his stuff. But then his just whole oh, I know Captain America. I fought Captain America. He didn't know Captain America <laughs> was a shit. <laughs> he's so full of shit. It's ridiculous. 
And I was oh. like, oh, come on. But just, and then, you know, the whole thing about him being, you know, they're super soldier and they got him in jail because they don't want to fucking deal with him. I mean, that makes sense. And Soviets would do that kind of thing. Yeah. And then once the Soviet Union fell, they forgot that he had him and then they left him in there. So it's like, hey. So, yeah, I think Credible Hulk right down the middle, B tier. Yeah, it's and then good. The, and then the sister, the sister yes. part of it. She She's a great actress. I love her. I She's heard... going to be in the Dune movie. She's going to be playing Princess Euron in the new Dune Part 2 movie. Mm-hmm. And I love her in that. And I, she looks great in that movie, too. She was great in Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, she was. Oh, she was funny in Hawkeye. Yeah, with her Funnier and, than her shit. Her and Kate Bishop talking together and stuff. Doing that oh, they're like thing. best friends, too. Yeah, and then they... And that's that, and she's going to be in Thunderbolts. Yes. Yes. So is so is what's his name? So is uh, Red Guardian. Yes. Which I can't wait because because <laughs> oh god I mean what the hell is his name? He's David something or other. David Harper. Yes. He is funnier and shit. And he's and I've always remembered him from back like in the nineties. He always played asshole people in movies. But then he's been playing all these really cool roles lately. Like he's like dead. He was Hellboy in the new Hellboy, the newest Hellboy movie. Oh that's right. He was he played Santa Claus in that oh Violent Night movie, which was hilarious. He's like he's such he's a versatile such actor. Funny funny guy and of course Stranger Things is I mean an incredible T V show. I have I'm not caught up but like I'm not caught up either, but it's still an incredible T V show. Oh yeah. I mean, my daughter Lizzie has seen it. She loves the guy. She thinks he's a great actor too, and I agree with her. Uh, next up. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Black Panther. Yeah, this is marvelous. Wakanda Forever, motherfucker. Uh, th- not the Wakanda Forever movie. No, but, but I'm just saying Wakanda Forever because yes. that phrase is is probably the the most most memorable phrase from any Marvel movie. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Oh, jeez. What yeah. left us too early? But Way too freaking early. That guy, regardless of being in Black Panther, he was an incredible actor. He was, yeah. He played Jackie Robinson in a movie. He played uh, Thurgood Marshall in a fucking movie. Everybody he's played in movies have been significant black characters. Yeah. Even when he was, the last movie he did before he died, there was a real movie that was after, he, he looked sick in it. He did. He looked real mm-hmm. skinny and stuff, but he played a, a, a jazz guy. That was an incredible freaking role too. Mrs. Something or others, something I can't remember it. the the role The role was memorable. The movie wasn't that memorable. It was a good movie, but it mm-hmm. wasn't something I only watched it because it was Chadwick. Chadwick is. I know that he is such a great actor. That he was such oh, a great yeah. actor. That Hollywood is. They, that's a tremendous loss for Hollywood in general. For all mm-hmm. think of all the stuff he could have done. Not just not just T'Challa or Black Panther movies, but all the all other the significant, significant movies he could have been in. That yes. he would have, but he would have been incredible. And then just for, God. I mean, it introduced the concept of Wakanda, which I I always I've always loved the concept of Wakanda, because I always felt that isolated from the world. Africa Africa is 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 a lost gem in this world. There are people in this, yeah. that, that country if they could only get their shit together, not. Have all these tribesmen and all these different kind of things, and not have Westerners come in there and fuck it up. Yeah, that these they could be a major force in the in the world for good in this world, and just for have that to be what kind of being insulated from it. If 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 isolated from all war, all the bullshit, and it would be perfect because that would that's what. That would be something that I think all people of all nations mm-hmm. would want to have in there for themselves, too. Oh, yeah. Not just you know, blacks and African-Americans and Africans in general. 
That's what something that would be needed, I think. You need they need to have something like that because they should be proud of what of who they are and where they come from. Agreed. And I don't think enough of you whatever race you come from. If you mm-hmm. come from Africa, you should be proud of it. I mean, this movie really I mean, they the mix of African culture with technology and modern so good. Game changer. And if anything, this movie should have won an Academy Award. It didn't? It didn't win the Academy Award. It was up for Best Picture, but it never it won. Should have. It should have won. Because my opinion, because the concepts that it enjoyed, not just the the hero shit about it, just the little family thing. Yeah. How you bring in the cultural content, how they how they become a king and how they become this, and you see all the different things. I mean, you saw a little bit of it in Civil War when because yeah. his father died and stuff like that. But then to see it here, it's like Ryan Coogler just took that movie and ran with it. Killmonger. Every single fucking awesome actor in that movie was awesome. Killmonger. Every single one of them. I mean, one of the best villains, I think, of the MCU. He is, yeah, but one of, by one of the best actors in the MCU. Ever to ever to act. Oh, too. Michael. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. He is one of the so most good. incredible. He's right up there with. I mean, if anybody else could have been Black Panther for me, it could have been. Yo, him. for sure, Michael because B. Jordan. He is incredible. I mean, I remember seeing him on Friday Night Lights TV show. <laughs> he was incredible in that too, and then he was in in a bunch of different other things. I mean, Creed. I don't even know about Creed. Creed, good Creed for you. Okay, I have that. It's I just like another that. Rocky. Yeah, it's but, Rocky with from a black standpoint, and I. Hate me if you want about it, but I, I, I haven't seen them all. I haven't seen all of them. I saw a little bit of the first one. And it's just because I'm not a big Rocky person in the first place. That's fine. I know Matt Scrivens is going to hate my guts because I say that. Eh, whatever. I've seen every single one of the Rocky movies. Except I don't think I've seen Rocky Balboa all the way through. But it's I've seen the, the, the first. The OG. All the good ones. Yeah. All the beginning ones. I shouldn't say good because they weren't very good. Some of them. But that's beside the point. But he was incredible in what I've seen him in. And everything I've seen him in from Black Panther to, to uh, what the, he was in that movie about the, the kid. Got it. But just from TV shows and all the other things mm-hmm. he's done, he's an incredible actor. And I think it was great that they, they tried to keep him. I hope he can reutilize them somehow back into the Marvel Cinematic Universe some way or somehow. I mean, they did with uh, Wakanda Forever. They did, but they kind of didn't. He was just like he was. Uh, he was an ancestor coming to inspire the sister, which yeah, it came off as I don't know. It came off as me as you had to come up with some reason to inspire her, and so I guess that's it. You know, she was waiting for. She wanted the the mother to be there, but yeah, or but it, I mean, it would have really been better if it was yeah, if it was Chadwick. It was Chadwick. If you could, if they get Michael B. Jordan and just do a CGI'd. Yeah, but see, then you're having the same problem you have with like with people doing like the guy that played Winter Soldier. He was the the guy that did Luke Skywalker and the end of Mandalorian. Yeah, his body, He was the actor part, and they just put his the Mark the aged down Mark Hamill face over over that. Now that's fine, but I think I think what they were with Wakanda Forever they were. They didn't want to. They didn't want to get in, involved. Make it that way because they think they didn't want to be disrespectful mm-hmm. of Chadwick Boseman. And I think you, you, there's a thin line there. You could you could have went yeah. over. And I think that they did it the right way by not doing that and making it something else. Because I don't think she's. They made. It, I mean, let's say if you haven't seen Wakanda Forever, she's now Black Panther, but she ain't gonna be that for long. The little boy's coming and he's gonna be Black. He's gonna be the next Black Panther, but that's also gonna be down the line. Yeah, and it that's be. not some years that, down the line, but yeah. that's side point. But this movie to me is the first one out of all the Marvel movies that should have gotten an Academy Award. Yep. 
And it's just incredible. The, the Ryan Coogler, every single person in this movie was African American or, or black or African of some some kind of descent. some ilk. Yeah, yeah. And it was like the music was incredible. The movie, I mean, it wasn't as good as Guardians. Guardians, but <laughs> Guardians has a nostalgia thing. Yeah, Guardians. This, this is more cultural. This was more and now. Yes. Kind of thing. It was good for what now. I mean, I can I listen to it every once in a while. That it's got a lot of good stuff in it. It's not my music, but I like all the music. You know me. I'm I'm, I'm oh yeah, I'm, you're, I love you're, music. Period. It uh, just it was. This was a movie. This was probably one of the most important movies to come out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Agreed. Endgame. Signet. Yeah. Agreed. Significant from a cultural standpoint. Hands down. Oh yeah. So that's all. I'm, that's all. I'm, uh, nothing more I can say about how good it is. <laughs> that to me, this this is probably number one or two on my list of Marvel movies period, of all time. Of all time. Ragnarok. What do you think? Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok was fucking hilarious. Yes. TV Watiki. I love that motherfucker. <laughs> he is funnier than shit. Korg. Korg is hysterical. unbelievable. They. they what they did is they took a lot of stuff that was going to be part of Planet Hulk and they incorporated it into Thor and it worked. It yeah. worked the way it was supposed to. When you got freaking Jeff Jeff Goldblum coming in as the collector, I mean, come on, not the collector. <laughs> he played the games. Uh, the game master. The game master, that's right. Yep. But he's actually brothers with that guy too. With, in yeah, the cosmic it's... stuff of it. But he was funny in that. And just that whole that whole concept. That's basically it was bright. Where, it was colorful too. That's like where Planet Hulk came from. That's the whole concept. That's and I think if they're ever going to make one Planet Hulk movie eventually, it's going to start him going back to that point when that happened. Good during that to do that because that's the I mean because we have uh, Thor uh, Hulk's son too. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So Star. it so could have been up in She Hulk, by the way. Spoilers, spoilers for She Hulk. Uh, but I, I really like this. is a very funny movie. I'm torn between Loki, awesome and marvelous. I don't think it's marvelous. I'm thinking more Loki, awesome. Yeah, I'm going Loki, awesome too. I think it's 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 there. It more than makes up for dark the dark world. Oh, significant. Because you're talking about a complete different <laughs> sides of a coin. One here is is like dark and uh, and then this one is. Funnier and shit. This There's is, so much stuff going. This hey, really we're work friends. Oh, he's like happy in the king. This is this Thor is, kicks his or the Hulk kicks uh, Thor's <laughs> ass. I love it. This is where uh, Chris Hemsworth really leaned into the fact of making this a funny, funny character. Thor instead of being like this. Oh, I'm 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 well, the son of Odin. And, well, it started off pretty fucked up when you yeah. Have, when you have, you know, Thanos coming here and killing Loki again and killing, um, spoilers, killing Hamadol and yeah. stuff. Yeah. That right there was like, oh, no, wait, would that happen here? Uh, no, no, I've given that, away something. Oh, shit. That no, didn't happen. Yeah, that's, that happened in, later. Uh, that's in Infinity War. That's Infinity War. Yeah, okay. I gave that. I'm a little bit ahead of the game on that. But this but introduced still, like, this, that whole concept of stuff. Rag, I mean, Ragnarok. It's just like yeah. the, end of, the end of days and... I, I think it was a really funny movie and it really I mean, it's just, up. Ragnarok is a storyline that's been done in Mar Marvel Comics many times. Yes. They've done it to do shake-up of, of four almost. They do it like every 20... Every 25-ish 20, 20 years. years. Yeah. And this cool had Hell in it, which... She is not Thor's sister, I'm sorry. That's not how the comics have her. She is not Thor's sister. She is... This is where the leader Loki, of hell, the real, the Asgardian hell, is this where this woman comes from. That's where her name is, and that's where she belongs, and that's who she is. She's not Thor's sister. And this is where Loki really comes as a prominent figure as oh, well. Oh yeah, this is where you where you even get 
you get to actually kind of like him even more. Yeah. It's like, oh, come on. Why do I got to like this guy now again? Shit. He's supposed to be an asshole and terrible, but I like him. What the hell? <laughs> and then the whole Loki TV show. Oh, like, yeah, that well, just that's... makes it like, okay, I know I love this man. Well, then they're going to be number, season two's coming out at the end of the year. So oh, that's right. Christmas time. Christmas Damn. time. So that's going to be. That's going to introduce a lot with all the movies that came out too. Yeah, I I, I think that's what that's, that's probably the purpose of that show is to jump off them because that's what it was when this movie came out it jumped off that show and a bunch of other concepts that came down the line after work too and stuff but yeah it's yeah funny movie colorful, colorful soundtrack was really good too good stuff in it i mean it's just and just like and then thor hulk can't turn into hulk come on it's like what the hell <laughs> no it's a. Uh, Hulk can't turn back. He can't turn back. That's right. And I just love it. He goes stupid. You hear him mumbling to himself. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's just funny. Uh, it's the whole thing. It's just funny. And then you, it, well, it also introduces uh, um, Valkyrie too. Yes. It brings her into the whole thing. Whole MCU. I mean, there portion. she's an alcoholic. Doesn't want to have anything to do with anything. And later on, she becomes something different, and it's great. I, I liked how they progressed her character too. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm more like iffy about yeah. Yeah, this goes in like Credible Hulk. It introduces Hulk. the You know, it has the Wasp. The Wasp. You and know, then even though they introduced the her quantum verse at as the well. end of it. End of the first one where they showed her suit. She wasn't in there or anything. But here they show them as their actual team working together. And then how he's doing stuff where he's not supposed to be talking to you know, Hank Pym and yeah, and he's like under he's under house arrest. House arrest. He's Paul Rudd. Still very funny in this. It's very funny. Yeah, it's it's funny to the point where it gets okay. Just like all right, we get it. it. Get we, on with it. We know what's going on here. Just get on this, with it. Yeah, because this is yeah. It doesn't have the same. I can't say. Well, this was a, a heist movie. It doesn't have that same vibe. Yeah. Of, of a kind, another different kind of music movie, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. You can't say, well, it's like a Mission Impossible movie. No, because it's not. It doesn't no, seem not. like it. it. Doesn't seem like a heist movie. It doesn't seem like anything. It just seems like it's a little bit of continuation of the first one, and they went a little too far with it. Yeah, I mean, it also introduces the quantum verse as well. Yeah, which do we really need to have it introduced? I mean, kind uh, of yes, because it. Uh, without this movie, Endgame one probably wouldn't. Have well, been a let's thing. just let's, let's just make this quite honest right now. The quantum universe is really called the microverse because in the Marvel comics, back in the seventies, yeah. there was a group of comics called the Micronauts, which was a toy, which Marvel got the rights <laughs> to, and then they integrated the Marvel universe into the micro micro Micronauts universe. And they came up with this idea of that instead of being big, it was small and it was really small. And that's what was called the microverse. Well, now because they don't own the rights to the Micronauts anymore, they got to call it something quantum. else. And so they came up with the quantum universe. Okay, whatever. What? It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> uh, Avengers Infinity War. Oh, man. This it definitely S tier. I mean, this was the movie that we were all really looking forward to uh overall i i would say are you are you changing them to see no like, i'm just putting it in order i like them in the top tier so that's fair uh yeah infinity war thanos i mean you get everyone together from all of the movies yeah. you start to understand 
little by little, like what's going on. I mean, Hulk shows up from falling from from Ragnarok, yeah. falls down in the thing, and he falls right into Captain or uh, Doctor Strange. Strange and Doctor Strange has no idea who he is. Yeah, he, I mean, then you call up uh, Bruce, not Bruce. Wow, uh, Tony Stark. Tony Stark, and then yeah. you have Underoos back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you get a little bit more uh, Spider-Man. But and they break up the big team and the little teams, and each one of them has their own little adventure where they go and do stuff. Story A, story B, story C, yeah. but it all then comes together at the end. Yeah. Well, towards the end. Towards the end, yeah. But it is. It's like it's spectacularly special effects and are the best that Marvel has done up to that point. Mm-hmm. Nothing better the new, than that. Uh, Thor's new hammer. Thor's new hammer is in it. Well, battle axe, I'd say. Uh, well, Fat Thor. Fat Thor! Yes, baby! Or call him Dad Bod Thor or something. I don't know. But is that is that here or is that the Endgame? Oh, okay, it's Endgame. Never mind. Jump the head again. Because it's, see, the problem with me is Infinity War and Endgame all just, just see one, one, big, movie. one big fucking movie because yeah. it's such a big encompassing story that it seems like they go into each other and it can go seamless and you can watch all four and a half hours of it in one shot. Yeah, you really could. And it wouldn't, couldn't bat an eye. Well, yeah. I wouldn't bat an eye. I mean, even to get up to go to the bathroom, I would still do that, but at home, mm-hmm. because I can pause it. So, I mean, with, with a way, with how it just brings everything together and splits the big groups into their own little portions. Yeah, because like you got Thanos' little minions Attacking different things. Yeah, I, you know, Thor's, you is this when Thor's with uh, Guardians? Yeah, he's with Guardians. This yeah. is where him and Rocket go off, and uh, you see Peter Dinklage. Yeah, Peter Dinklage is the the elf. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you got that whole thing. Uh, then you're looking for the the stones, trying to get all the stones, or at yeah. least the stones that they know of from Thanos. Uh, and then the whole Black Widow and uh, Hawkeye trying to figure out yeah. who's... Oh, that's the next one. That's the next one. See, like Fuck me running. See, I'm not... Gamora. A, I'm the, not the Gamora. only one that is doing that. <laughs> I mean, with Gamora dying as well, like, that was a big hit. And then you see that Th- uh, Thanos actually cares about Gamora. Yeah, uh, but... Does he really? I mean, I think this whole concept of half to everyone in the universe has to die for us to live is... I just think it's kind of a... It's a fucked up motivation. Because he does... He, in the comics, he's not motivated by that. What is he motivated by? Just not world by domination? That. Universe well, domination? about taking over the universe. He wants to take over the whole universe. But he, there was, I don't know if there's ever been a thing pointed of it where he wants to get rid of half the people in the universe. I think they made that up for... For the for Marvel cinematic thing. stuff, which was a simplification of what he wants wanted to do, but a universe-wide genocide. I mean, of... the Infinity Stones are part of Marvel universe, and they've been. I mean, there was like I don't know. There's been at least six different series about having to do with the Infinity, Infinity Watch, Infinity War, Infinity Battle. There's been so many different Infinity War series that. Ha- didn't even include Thanos for part of it. It had uh, Warlock in most of it. Mm. And then they didn't even show him until this last uh, Guardians movie. Which oh, okay. He seems to be very relevant in that movie, too. But uh. Watch that, too. But see, that's the thing. That's the beauty of the cinematic universe. You take all this stuff from all of comic books and take, take the good Take stuff little pieces that you want. And put to it put together it and make a better yeah. story. Or somewhat better story. I mean, let look at it. This is... All right, we're get, we're getting to like more, more multiverse stuff. This is Earth nine one nine 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 nine. 
a 1999-99 or something like that. No, it's Earth 621 or 666 or 630. Oh, I can't remember. No, no, because uh, in... Oh, um, I can't remember. They've, they've gone crazy with that, trying to figure out, well, trying to figure out what... The person that plays Miss Marvel, uh, Camila, she, she thinks that it's not... Earth 616, it's six, uh, Earth 1999-99, and it's also referenced in the Sony, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Peter, Peter Parker with Doctor Strange on Earth 1 1999 yeah, I don't think they've ever got, still even with the new Spider-Man, I don't think they've got that all settled yet in their heads. No, oh my god, no. All I know is- There's a lot going on in that. In the but, comic books- Earth proper is Marvel Universe. Our Earth is Marvel is Universe six one six, and that's basically because that's the 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 address of the of the building when they were on. Um, it was six one six Park Avenue. Oh, okay. In New York City, and that's where Marvel's based. The company is based out of for a bunch of years, and they just went from there. They went and changed them all, so it could be a bunch of different things. For all I know, I mean, you got the whole, you know. Spider-Man 2099, yeah. which is, there's a whole universe of that. And then there's the Ultimate Universe, which they showed a little bit of that. Because that's where Miles came from, is the yeah. Ultimate Universe. That they all stuck together with the Secret Wars, which they're going to do again with the movies. And they're going to put them all and make one big universe again, <laughs> I guarantee it. Uh, I mean, but with Infinity War comes Endgame. And Endgame is also the, the fantastic conclusion of 10 years in the making. Seriously, because it, it brings everything together. This is probably my number one movie of... I think for me it's like 1 and 1A with... Well, I would say 1 and 1A with uh, Infinity War and then Black Panthers too, personally. That, that's what you, that's your... You've ever read to say that. I'm just, to me, Black Panther should be at the top, one of the top of yeah. the top two, if I, the way I look at it. I mean, the way that they brought everyone back together... Uh, Tony Stark kind of made it a heist movie, but more like kind of a, a time travel movie too. Yeah, which was which, which was cool. I mean, cool. we got to see a little bit of uh, Tony no, Stark it, meeting so, his dad. Well, we saw everything that happened because of the because of the snap. Yes. You know, the shit that happened there, I mean, we, we didn't neglect about Infinity Wars. Hulk was not in Infinity Wars at all. He couldn't turn into anything. He couldn't turn into Hulk. He was paralyzed from it. That's why he actually wore the Hulkbuster. Hulkbuster because he, same you know, strength as Hulk. At one time, because he couldn't handle being the Hulk. He was either too afraid or the Hulk didn't want to come out or something There's a little deleted going on scenes there. that it's like Hulk is a, was afraid. Yeah, something like that where he's like, no, I don't want to come out or something. He's told yeah. him to go fuck himself or something. I don't know. But and then for the snap to happen and then for five years to not exist anymore in Marvel Universe for a yeah. while, it's, it's, it was kind of weird. I was just having nothing and coming back years. and seeing how, how, that, how the world would... I mean, it was kind of weird how they showed how the world had reacted to it how things have gone to shit mm -hmm. because we lost that many people when it was supposed to do the exact opposite it was supposed to make the world universe a better place yeah and even even I mean, even Thanos didn't believe that that killing did Tha it did. I, the beginning killing Thanos yeah it didn't do any good yeah did nothing I mean if anything it would have been nicer to have him be there and be part of the, the fix and have him fighting himself in the last that, part that'd of be, it. That'd be, that would have been cool. It would have been cool. It would have been confusing. But I think by eliminating him in the beginning and then there's, there's the whole thing with Thor becomes... Oh, I killed a guy for what reason? Fat Thor. And he becomes Fat Thor. And then 
he becomes cool. He's crying when he sees his mom and when they yeah. go on this stuff, which was funnier and shit. I mean, it was, <laughs> and then who who went with him? Rocket went. Rocket with him. went with him. Rocket with him was just like, shut up! It's up being an ass. You know? <laughs> I've uh, got it. Let's fucking go. Because it did the same thing. It split people up again. It split yeah. the teams up. You had two teams. I, up. It did it. I think two times. I mean, just as good, if not better, than the yeah. uh, than Infinity War. Well, and yeah, because what is because then you had did it. the whole thing with Hawkeye and Black Widow, who was gonna die. Yeah, that was and that was I. Which you kind of understand now, knowing what happened in Black Widow, you know why she did what she did because she knew that she wanted her sister to be able. She was thinking, if I die here, then that my sister is gonna be able to come back. Right. Or my sister won't die, or she doesn't. We don't even know if she's. We don't know if she's alive or she's dead, right. or. And that's the thing. I think that's what her whole thing was. Well, if I go and bring that back, then she'll come back to life. Right. My, my, my surrogate family would be back to life. Yeah. And she exactly wasn't exactly seemed like the very happiest person during the, the aftermath of the snap. I mean, her and her and um, Hawkeye. Well, not just Hawkeye, but her oh, and uh, Captain. Captain Marvel, you know, Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers seemed like he was pretty down about stuff, too. Like he was going like, to therapy. Yeah, it was like, and it was funny, too, because one of the directors was one of the guys in the therapy. Yeah! <laughs> one of the Russo brothers. One of the Russo brothers, yeah. So that kind of just... Uh, I, it was it was the pinnacle, and it's really hard to, to come back from that. Yeah, especially with, and then with like Ant Man being the one that's like, hey, yeah, he didn't, he had no, he, no idea, no, no idea what's going on. And then he comes back and he finds out his daughter is like a teenager now. It's like, oh my god, and it's like, oh Jesus, it's been no. five years since everything happened. And I think, but the problem was, I think a lot of things that they didn't really go into the whole coming back from it as much as they should have in the TV shows. Mm -hmm. They did it in Winter Soldier and Falcon, and that was it. Yeah. They, were, they touched on in little bitty parts here and there, but it wasn't as you you didn't get to see the big overall why it didn't when people came back how fucked up it was. Yes. So that kind of just. I mean, we kind of saw it a little but bit. But little with bits and pieces of things. One division. One division. You saw a little bit of it, and and um, what's that other one? You saw a little bit of it. You saw little bits here and there of people that. There wasn't much. It was just a little bit in Loki, a little bit. Yeah, in like Monica Rambeau. She's her mom comes or she comes back, yeah. thinking that her mom she's just going to see her mom in the hospital and find out that her mother lived through that cancer stuff and died. died. So that's like, oh, you got to be kidding yeah. me! You know? it's like so. I mean, I think the one thing about Endgame is it's a very bittersweet. I mean, who doesn't? Get a little choked up at the end of it. Of course, I mean, I mean, it's just it's that ten years in the making, and yeah, it started with him. It's going to end with him. It's going to end with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. It's going to end with Iron Man. And it's just the whole thing where it's like everyone's around him, and he he did it. But I, now I'm trying, to, and I'm wondering if what if Robert Downey Jr. wanted to stay? Would they have still done that to him? Would they have made a Captain America, or would they would have done? Who would they have made it? Who would they have made it? But I think the, the perfect I think the way person... It was, it was, there was no doubt in my mind the perfect be, person it would... It had to be Iron Man. Started with him. So no, with regardless him. if he wanted to or not, which I think he's coming back eventually. Eventually. I because think you can't stay away he from might, he may be, He might come back as like an AI voice for uh, well, Spider-Man. Or he might come back as another version of Iron Man from another... Dimension! Well, we'll talk about the at the end of this. We'll talk about because we're getting we're almost at two we're, hours. Yeah, we're now. almost at two hour mark. But 
I mean, of course, we're talking about something that we both love doing. Oh, yeah. These, this these is part movies. of your childhood because I made, I dragged you, you kids to sure. every single one of these fucking movies. So. You want to go see a Broadway show? Fuck it. We're seeing Iron Man. We're going to see Iron Man instead, yeah. <laughs> you want to see Shakespeare? Four. <laughs> hey, it worked out in your favor. Well, I like four, though. So I like Shakespeare, too, so it doesn't matter. I mean, it, uh, this was the pinnacle of Marvel. It's the pinnacle, and it, and it seems like kind of a... The next, the final two that we have here on our list aren't uh, leading... This is, this is the aftermath of Endgame. Yeah. I think only one other movie is, like, marvelous after this, and it'd be Far From Home, uh, or, like, yeah. No Way Home. Yeah, the last one, the last one that just came out, Christmas Time. That one... That was the Spider-Man one that I think was... It was the best one out of all of yes. the Spider-Man movies. It yes. was the best one that's been out since Endgame. Oh, yeah. Agreed. All these other little movies that come along so far. They've been good. I mean, I've gone to see them. I mean, Shang-Chi was, Shang was awesome. During uh, during the pandemic, right? Yeah, I liked it because they brought in another concept, another character, another and they did culture. culture as well. And it's like... Aquafina's finally oh. part of the fucking Marvel Universe. I love Aquafina. She's a trip. Too. She's fucking hysterical. But just that little concept there and how I hopefully, hopefully that they'll utilize him more in future Marvel stuff. I feel like... They are, for sure. He's probably it's just, gonna I think he's going to be in like some of the Avengers movies when it comes along. Yeah. When finally get I mean, I'd probably put this as Credible Hulk. I mean, it was it was a good movie. There was really some really good action sequences. I'm not too big of a fan of it, though. Uh, well, because it was... It, it really... There wasn't a lot to do with... I exactly. mean, it had to do with the whole... Uh, it had more to do with, like, Wolverine. Yeah. Because of the, the island that they went to where... And I think that's it's more of a Wolverine thing. It's not like, and I, but I liked how they did it. I'm glad they introduced him, and I'm thinking I hope they utilize it more often. Yeah, good when it comes to action. He does his own stunts, uh, and he's a very funny actor too. Like he's in Kim's Convenience Store, I think it's called on uh, ABC or NBC. Uh, it's funny. I overall, he's really funny in it. And seeing him in Shang Chi and then in this, it's like two two modes. Yeah, two. and I like the fact too that yeah, yeah. A because which of is the whole Mandarin thing, which yeah. is kind of funny. <laughs> but it also doesn't it get brought up in Quantum Mania, or because when he used the rings, there was some sort of like sonar or radar that was pulsing from it uh, that was looking for something, and then it, yeah, I, I think so. I think that has a lot to do with maybe they used that as they started it jump started the the other rings that Ms. Marvel had too. Or something. Oh, I think they're talking like right. that. That, that might have been something because I think that's around the same time kind of thing. It, it's very. I I think it's another one where they they had they had a good idea and they just didn't implement as good as they could have. Yeah, it was also pandemic. Yeah, like this is like middle pandemic, yeah, not like beginning. Black pandemic. Widow and Shang Chi, the, the pandemic ones, and it's just like okay. Eh. I didn't see him in the theater. I saw him at home. Yeah, saw him whenever. But the final one is this: No Way Home or Far From Home? Uh, no far From home. home. It's Far From Home. Is it Far From Home? Yes. I can't remember what it far is. From Home was very good. I mean, I loved adding Mysterio, Jake Gyllenhaal. Mysterio was good. Uh, the added uh, uh not added but nick fury was in it but we think he's a scroll during this at he was some a scroll, he yeah, was yeah, okay because he was on basically because at the end of it they show him up at the space station that's right and that's, that's right. where he we last see him kind of thing and then because at the end of him and uh, the him and his are there they're talking and then they turn into talos and his wife mm -hmm. yeah not gaia but his wife i can't remember her name and then that's how they they end is like well, should we tell him well we have to tell him i don't have to tell him this and they kind of reference that a little bit in secret invasion a little bit because nick fury just finally comes back to earth in secret invasion 
Okay. He's been gone since before this movie. Oh yeah, I mean. So when he came back from his. There's isn't the there blip, a thing on? Uh, there's like a theory going around where ever since Civil War, I think it was, uh, where Nick Fury or was it Winter Soldier? Fuck. Uh, Nick Fury has uh, triangle cut toast, and in one of the movies, he's like uh, in. Captain and uh, Miss yeah Captain Marvel he goes uh, if you ever what's something that only Nick Fury would know right 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 and it's like oh I'd never eat my toast triangled or and somebody he eat it that way so they think he's a scroll yeah well I don't know but I know and I'll say this in um, it's one of the things from Secret Invasion you find something about Nick Fury in it that's kind of like that oh okay. it's not that. Okay. It's kind of like that. I'm not going to say it because I know it's still very uh, new. I, I'll still have to it's watch It's still it. very new, and I'm my and this is going to be my little critique on it right now. Is like I don't know where the fuck it's going. I really don't. I'm afraid of where it's going. I'm oh, not no. sure. You know, the first episode, okay, I went with it. It wasn't too bad. It was okay. It introduced a lot of concepts. Second one, uh, okay. Third one, uh, okay. Uh, okay. Where the fuck are you going with this? Because <laughs> I don't know. I don't know they what, got they're, what? what they're... Four more There's episodes only two left? more episodes. Two more episodes? Six episodes in general. Thought. They've already had four of them, and after four episodes, I still do not know what the hell's happening in it. Oh, no. I know what has happened. I just don't know for what purpose it serves. Oh, you'll have to find out in the next two episodes. That's usually when they explain everything. They better, because if they don't, <laughs> I'll be fucking pissed. Unless uh, it's gonna, and that's supposed to lead into Captain Marvel, Captain America, New World Order. New too. World Order, which uh, a wrestler that I watch is actually one of the villains in there. Oh yeah, really? Seth yeah. Rollins. He's the champion right now. But now we're gonna get to Spider Man here. So yeah, Spider Man, No Way Home, uh, Far From Home. Yeah, far from home. Far from home, very good. You got to see different parts of the world, which was cool. Got 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 you got to see the world after the blip a little bit. Yes. But away from America. You had away from where, the where we would of see snap. stuff. Where we would see stuff for ourselves mm -hmm. that we would notice over there it's different. So they I mean, people coming back from the blip. That's when yeah. this is when you're this is right after endgame. Tony Stark is gone. You're starting to see the aftermath of that as well and how happy and how Peter are taking it. Yeah. They're going back to school. Um, after being gone. After being gone for five years. Yeah. No, wait, is that the next one, dude? No, that's this one. I can remember him. Because this is straight. Oh, my God. He's in a, he's that's in right. Class yeah, because this is afterward. This is after, yeah. Because yeah. there's a kid in it that was a... a uh, a young kid in the movie before that that now is in their age group yeah. together. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's right. I remember now. So it's, I think, a very... All of the Spider-Man movies have, probably, have been either S-tier or A-tier for me. And I think... The with the final one being far uh, no way home that goes that to the top. That's a top. marvelous one for that me is because very just good. the concepts of the three Spider Man from the three different universes. Mm -hmm. That's cool enough right there for me oh, yeah. because you you reference each one of them and then you see how they how they like the different way it is like Tobey Maguire. He's calm. He's cool. What do they call him? He call him. He's like the, uh, the, the pre like a the church the church guy a youth, a youth pastor youth pastor guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So he, because he's like kind of chill, he knows what he's doing, he's happy with it. But he's also organic webs yeah, instead yeah. of... And then you got, you know, uh, Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. It's like he's, he's like kind of very ah, paranoid about stuff. And, and it's like, and if anyone deserves another movie to do out of this... It's Andrew it's fucking Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Give him a third movie Give or him something, a third movie please. after he comes back from No Way Home and how that all fi kind yeah, of fixes things. But it just yeah, causes more problems too. Yeah, it could cause more problems. It was like... And you know, it's like that's that that part of it is very cool. The whole thing, concept of different things coming in. It's what I mean, having William Defoe come back, yeah. having 
Uh, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx come back. Having Albert Mer- Molina as, as uh, Dr. Octavius School. Yes. Who I thought in that Spider-Man 2 movie, he wasn't so much a villain except a, he was more of a victim in it. And then in that movie, the last one that he did, they proved that he wasn't. He was a victim of he that machine. He was a machine. victim of his own machine, yeah. It wasn't him that was making it all crazy. That machine was crazy. And oh, it, it, that was so nice. I mean... Oh, I love No Way Home. I, that, yeah, that's, it it, it kind of made up for all the bad stuff we'd seen. Up there. And this was like one that, for me, was the first one I actually went to the theater to see again. Yes. Because this was after... Oh, wait, that's not true. I went to go see... We went to go see Eternals, I think, at the theater, too. And I was mistakenly. I should have never done that. <laughs> Eternals was but, not that. No, bad. but if anything, Eternals is Iron Meh down here. Iron Meh? Yeah. Wow. They completely fucked that concept up, and they fucked it up bad. Hey, we have Harry Styles in the MCU, though. Well, yeah. That's <laughs> Ooh, Eros, of all people, who's supposed to be Thanos' brother, by the way, in the comic books, okay? Good to Just know. put it that way. Yeah. Well, that's well, uh, that's the, the tier list. We're, heading on, we're about to hit our, our two-hour mark. Uh, with the S tier being Black Panther... Uh, Infinity War, Endgame, Civil War, Guardians of the Galaxy, Iron Man 1, First Avengers, uh, and... Uh, first Tom Holland. First Tom Holland movie. Uh, and then down to our A tier, our low-key awesome. We have First Avenger, Captain America. We have Captain Marvel, Iron Man 2, Two Thor, the first movie... Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, uh, Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, Ragnarok, and Far From Home. Uh, down to our B tier is The Incredible Hulk, uh, Iron Man 3. Which one is that Winter one? Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, Black Widow, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and Shang-Chi. Uh, and the only one in Iron Meh is uh, Thor The Dark World. And I think that's going to be something that a lot of people are going to agree with, too. Yeah. Especially I, that being the probably the out of all of them. <laughs> the lowest of all of them. One of the lowest. If not, some of these people might throw in, like, Black I would have probably thrown Black, Black Widow. Widow Shang-Chi in there, too. Winter Soldier. This is for just me. From, for me. Yeah. Because, like I said, I would, there's not been a Marvel movie I, that I hate. There's been a lot of Mar- There's a lot of Marvel movies coming up, too, which is going to be awesome. And we could probably talk about that at some other point. Yeah, well, cross your fingers that they're going to come out. Because they already pushed things back once or Already, and now with the strike happening, they could be pushing them back a little bit further. Yeah, because Disney wants still wants to make more money off these people, and they're going to try. To, Disney's going to melt this thing dry till it's dry. Yeah, I mean till we're talking desert dry. They're going to we're going to be seeing movies down the line, and but I think. A lot of this stuff with this whole multiverse stuff is going to be all fixed. In Avengers Secret War, phase end of phase whatever, seven six. or six. And it's going to end this whole multiverse bullshit. And it's going to fix it into be one Marvel Cinematic Universe with the X-Men and Fantastic Four. With Deadpool 3. Deadpool, all that stuff fixing everything. Yeah. And putting it in one shot. Making it... Maybe. One and then start basically basically we're gonna start over again. I think twenty twenty five is gonna be the best year of movies that we're gonna see in a while. That's just a prediction. Uh, it could be twenty twenty six as well. Uh, so we have a few years. But without further ado, this has been our marvelous tier list. Uh, my name is Alex, and I am signing off for the day. I am Warren signing off. Take care. Adios. <laughs>